The live stream of tonight's podcast is made possible by our buddy Ian Service over at podcastaccelerator.com. Shorzy and Sanger deliver their pitch to bring in Goody, JJ, Dolo, and Hitch. Along with three gyms, their chances may be slim for their plan to go off without a glitch. Tanya, you ready? Yes. Good, because you're fucking going. Yeah! Matt, you ready? Yes, yes, yes. Good, because you're fucking going. Yeah! Victor, you ready? It's not a goldfish. Good, because you're going. Yeah! (laughs) That fresh produce stand there. That's a beauty. What do you listen to? My favorite murder podcast. Taggart and Torrance podcast. The produce stand. Ah, fucking sexy. It's Thirsty Thursday. And that means we are once again hanging out at the produce stand. A podcast being tribute to the great Canadian show Letter Kenny and now Shorzy. <laughs> now I know what you're thinking. There are many other podcasts about Letter Kenny out there, but this one didn't write a joke for this line, so <laughs> forget it. I'm Al, your host, and joining me in the room, as always, is a lovely Tanya. And online we have Squirrely Matt. The Vicious Victor, and joining us this week, she is a fan of Animal Crossing, Letter Kenny, teaching astrology, podcasts, and wine. She began her first full-time teaching job. Oh, wait, this is an old intro. She's a te- <laughs> She's been a teacher for a year, and, and still One job. Teacher. Yeah, no, wow. Shut up. One okay, job. I'm, really, I'm really fucking up tonight. Uh, she's our lucky charm, and she's a great gal. She's a really great gal. Jo- joining me, making some noise for Eliza. Wondrous. Oh, my God. Yes, we're on point tonight. Thank you, Aaron. I regret nothing. Oh man. Um, At least you said her name right. Yeah. I'm Do you mean astrology or astronomy? Astrology. Astrology. I mean both. But Tarot cards. Normally astrology. Okay. And you got the cards right. Anyway, Eliza, she she's a fixture here. So you know what. How are you now? Tonight's lineup is Matt, Al, Victor, Tanya, and our guest Eliza will have the last word. Matt, save oh, me ready. here. How I was, was your expect- week? I wasn't expecting to go first. I don't know. I don't- ah, I think- see? Thank you, Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's a, it's a good week. It's a, There's a lot going on, but I, I'm going to focus on two things. So one, the fucking deck is almost done. All right. We haven't God, seen a picture I'm of it so in a while. fucking close. It's, uh, oh, it's I love a, a good work deck. Right, it's big too. It's it's. Oh, good, I love. I would good. hammer a deck all day if I could. I really. I've I've hammered right a now. lot of decks. It's a, it's it's a, a lot, lot of fun. It's a lot of it's wood, a lot of isn't fun. it? A lot of wood, dude. That's the part I didn't expect. Is how much wood there I'd have a to lay, and um, it's Lame. taking a long time. So it's tired. not. It's not erect yet. No, it's so the the biggest thing I, I underestimated. It's all the about the foundation. Gonna, yeah. I, I, I got the foundation down, but it, yeah. I didn't, I, I underestimated how long does it take to lay the actual boards? Yeah. It's, it's. And when I'm you all, measured, you measured from the bottom, not the top, right? Now, now what are you working with there, Matt? <laughs> are you, are you working with some, uh, like, well, funny enough, some the, nail the boards, guns? Like, are I'm you doing the five, 5.5 inch boards? Um, so it's convenient, <laughs> but we're almost done. We'll have a deck by the weekend to play on and, mm-hmm. uh, do our thing. So that was fun. Very the exciting. other thing, oh, because I know we could do this all day. Okay, go ahead. One more. I go have ahead. one more question. Are you are you doing the railing for this deck or are you buying the railings for the deck? Are you railing or are you yeah? Well, normally she does. <laughs> <laughs> she lays the railing. Gotcha. Wow. This is all the right. one we're gonna submit for award consideration. Okay. <laughs> so the other thing I wanted to because I know we could do this all day. Yes. Um <laughs> 
I, and and Al, this this is this. I, I need to look back on you on this mm-hmm. one, and and thank Al for a lot of the stuff he's done for me. I don't know. So even if this pans out, so nothing's happened yet. But through a series of events, through a series of events, I've now been put in contact with a uh, casting director at a voice uh, or a, a studio company here in Toronto, and I'm going to be called in hopefully in the next little bit to do some auditions for some potentially some voice work. Nice, uh, well done. Oh, so, good job, Matt. If they ask yeah. you to remove anything, that is not a voice. So job. the couch, if they have a couch, <laughs> I'm going to be a little couch. nervous. I know I get it, but you know what? I, I'm I'm okay. They I'm ask if you can things. touch your toes. There's oh, like red flag. <laughs> so it was kind of cool. I mean, it was sort of through a series of events, the work we've done here. I, I've helped out with a few things internally at our company with some voice work. Met some new contacts in our marketing team who then kind of encouraged me to reach out and got me in contact with this other company who said, absolutely, come on over. So thank you, Al, for putting the little, you put a little voiceover reel, including the diabolical coffee ad read that went on there. And I made the, I made sure to highlight that one. (laughs) I love it. I'm like, this is my favorite piece. Uh, But they got back to me and said, it's great stuff. Um, we're probably going to have you come in soon to do some auditions for some things that are coming up. So wow, that's amazing. Bye and wait for us. So I guess, even if nothing comes of it, it, it's kind of a cool experience. And yeah, and it's been an exciting week. So mm-hmm. it, it, it was a bit of a highlight. And that's all thanks to you, bud. Uh, you know what? No, no thanks needed. Just, you know, 10% off the top is fine with yeah, me. Yeah, and, good, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. That's great. I hope, uh, yeah, I hope something comes of it. Yeah, <clears throat> you'll the, be the first to know, my friend. At the very least, I've had a lot of more than one person in mark in our marketing team say we need to lure Matt over to our <laughs> side. So, so who knows? I mean, there could be a career change in your future if you wanted. So, yeah. we'll see. We'll see where the days ahead come. Yeah. But you know me; I'm always open and, yeah. and fly by the seat of my pants. So. Very good, very good. Uh, my week. Let's see. We had a great weekend. My cousin came over and his family, and we had a house full of people, and it was a lot of fun uh kids playing with each other and uh we had some we played some cards and uh no we didn't we play did we lot. played board games and stuff. oh you went to the thingy what thingy the escape room oh yeah i did an escape room for the first time oh my god that was so much fun did you get out yes we got out uh so uh this this escape room i think had a 37 percent um success rate and we finished that bitch in with 16 <laughs> minutes to spare so uh, we we killed it. Yeah, we were good. Nice, nice. Yeah. I've only ever done one, and and we didn't get out. No, <laughs> no. We, well, it helped. My cousin's an engineer, and uh, and my <laughs> and his son is a bit of a you know a nerd, and so is my son. And so yeah, it was kind of like yeah, we we just we killed it. It was awesome. And uh, the only other thing, uh, Tanya and I've started watching the the show Hacks, and if mm-hmm. you haven't seen that show, it's actually really really good. Yeah, uh, yeah. highly recommended. It's um. I don't know who the actors are in it, but it's, 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 it's a fun time. It's about a, mm-hmm. uh, a young com, a female comedy writer who goes to work with an older established female comedy uh, comedian uh, to help mm-hmm. her write new jokes and to rejuvenate her career or whatever. Hijinks ensue. It's, it's, it's really well done and, and act, well acted and well written. So highly recommend it. If you haven't seen hacks, what uh, network is that on? Uh, it's on or for us. Crave. It's on crave. It's on crave for us. Crave. All right. Yeah. Uh, Victor, how was your week? Uh, it's been a good week. Uh, we had uh, a pretty big uh, get together in the office uh, yesterday. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and I don't remember what happened before that because it's already too far uh, too long ago. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that was really fun. I met people for the first. I met like thirty people that I for the first time um, since like 
in the last two years that right. I've been working with. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, th- so that was really neat. We went to Reds. It's a uh, you know place uh, kind of uh, uh, right in Adelaide, in the middle of downtown, right next to the Cactus uh, Cactus Club. If you're mm-hmm. familiar with that place, yep. anyway, yeah. So, like the whole place was basically us in there. It was uh, it was really nice, and um, we probably spent about three hours there. Just you know, it wasn't a very productive day, but it was an important right. day. So. Nice. So, um, and then, you know, a friend, uh, a couple of friends, we went for beers afterwards too. So after work, so it was a nice day yesterday. So, uh, it's good to just play sometimes. Where yeah. it's not I, I like, I like how you position it, Victor. It wasn't a very productive play mm-hmm. day, but it was a, what'd you say? An important day. And, um, yeah. you're so spot on with yeah, that. You need some of yeah. those days. Yeah. For it's sure. an yeah. investment. It's an investment, right? It's not about how much shit you get done. It's about you know, building those relationships yeah. and making people feel like, yeah, it's a cool place to work for. And we work with actually nice people and it's not just uh, uh, head and shoulders, uh, you yeah. know? Yeah. And that's the you're difference. All, you're between, all human beings, right? Yeah. And yeah. that's the difference between bad company and a good company. <laughs> Tanya well, knows that's lots one of the, bad companies. That's, that's one of the difference. Sometimes it's smoke and mirrors, but yeah. mm-hmm. other times it's, it's, this is just an extension of what's already happening. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was really good. So, so that was energizing and, and, mm-hmm. and nice. Uh, except unfortunately one of the, I only have one member on my team who is, uh, in Los Angeles and we can fly him in. Mm-hmm. Uh, for for this event, so you kind of felt a bit excluded, but uh, we're working on it. Mm-hmm. But uh, aside from that, it was it was really good, and uh, yeah. And just before um, uh, getting on, I watched. Um, so I love obviously uh, May Day uh, because it's about airplanes and airplane disasters, and that's exciting. And uh, you know, usually nine out of ten times, it's about you know everybody dies and all that kind of stuff. But this this episode, it actually. They survived. Oh. Uh, no, nobody was injured, and it was. Um, it's kind of like uh, if you remember Sully the movie, where mm-hmm. you know yeah. he la- lands in uh, Queens or uh, on that in the river, in the Hudson, Hudson River, Hudson, Hudson River. River. Yeah, yeah. Um, except this time they were over the ocean, flying from Indonesia to China to Hong Kong, oh. and uh, and th- both both engines just stopped. They just they weren't starting up. Anyway, and so they thought they were going to have to ditch and land just like Sully did. But they realized if they were going to land in the ocean, it's not the same thing as landing in a river. That the thing would just break up. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyway, it's such an interesting episode because they landed safely. Uh, they landed like going twice the speed that they normally should because the engine, when they got it, they got it started, but then yeah. they couldn't stop it and they couldn't uh, uh, they couldn't slow it down. Oh wow! So they landed at a speed that you normally take off at. Holy so, shit. uh, yeah, yeah. So they stopped right before the end of the runway where they would have ended up in the ocean anyway. <laughs> um, and, and, but the investigation where they find out exactly what happened and it's such a convoluted thing. One mm-hmm. thing leads to another, to another, to another, which is basically almost every episode, but mm-hmm. this was such an interesting one. Um, I love it. I just love how they investigate and they come down and they, you know, and it's real life. It's not, you're, you know, it's, people aren't making this up, stuff right. up. It's, it's Yeah. Just incredible. Excellent. Anyway, so there you go. Okay, cool. Uh, I mean, before we move on, uh, you reminded me of something else. Last week, I had the national sales conference for work, and and I, I don't want to. You know, so, the, the big takeaway from that, we flew all of our salespeople into Toronto, had a really big, big gala and stuff like that. A lot of fun. Speaking of planes, and we had uh, <laughs> we had Chris Hadfield 
as as our keynote speaker. So uh, I think he's been making the rounds because I think a lot of different companies have had him. And wow, yeah, what we, a, had, we had him. Yeah. We had him at our yeah. 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 So, what a so speaker! Really cool. What he's a, got sloppy seconds. What an inspirational <laughs> story, though. I don't I don't care. Like uh, no, uh, no. But he's a great speaker. Right? Yeah. Far, farm boy from Sarnia, Ontario, yeah. becomes the commander of the International Space Station. Amazing. Uh, ten. And, and and plays the guitar. What yeah. else can you know, yeah. And he played for us. Yeah, he played a, yeah. a you know um, the David Bowie song for us. Yeah, ten? that's a shtick. Yeah. Nice. Well, I guess the planets are aligning because uh, yeah, it was a pretty good week. Um, as Al me- mentioned, uh, we had cousins over and uh, um, to their little five-year-old, I am other mom. <laughs> um, so that was always comical and fun. Uh, we had a lot of fun. Uh, the the guys went to the escape room. The girls planned uh, to go for a painting pottery and uh, we had a blast. Um, And it was just a phenomenal weekend. We uh, had a bonfire and um, we just hung out and played some silly games and uh, had a lot of fun. Um, And then the week just continued. Beautiful weather. Um, We went on a date. We went to a patio and kicked it a little bit on uh, a lunch hour. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. It was, it was really good. And um, yeah, just getting, getting a lot of things done. I'm, I feel like I'm energized this week and uh, getting a lot of things ticked off the checklist uh, that just keep on accumulating. And uh, so, yeah, it's been pretty proactive and, and uh, um, really good that way. Oh, and I looked into uh, Toastmasters and I'm going to loop myself into that because here we come. Like we're, I'm just, I just feeling nice. energized as it. I said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm looking That's forward fun, to man. that. And uh, yeah, we're uh, get the kids signed up for different things, swimming lessons. Matt, I know your young one is in swimming right now and you uh, sparked that in my head. So uh, I got our youngest involved in that. And uh, yeah, just, as I said, checking things off the list. So it's always good. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. great. Now, Eliza, you're making me hungry watching you. Uh, whatever. I don't know what you're eating, but, uh, and you're, and you're Let's on play mute. the game. What's Eliza You're eating? on mute. Well, she said something about what's in your a, mouth. She had a, a slow, a slow cook s- roast. Oh dear. Slow down. Yeah, for sure. I'm thinking that was a nugget. <laughs> slow down. Like a, like a chicken nugget. And, and blow like a- on it first. <laughs> Slow oh, down. Dear. <laughs> oh dear, dear. The night is just going to roll that way. Eliza, I her, no, I, I don't want her to burn herself like last time. <laughs> Slow down. <laughs> Eliza, how's your week been? Or how, how have you been since the last time we saw you? Okay, well, okay, this past week, mm-hmm. I thought I had COVID. Oh, no. Um, so I took like four rapid tests, they were all negative. Good. And I also took a PCR test with my doctor, and it was also negative. Oh, so did you, take a preg- did you take a pregnancy test? <laughs> <laughs> next, next logical baby. step. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that's so, good news. Yeah, so I don't have COVID. I'm so glad. And today I felt way better, so I was finally back at work. Um, but I also had like four positive cases in my class at the same time oh man so i was really stressed i really thought i had it like i had a bad cough like i was not feeling well like i was sure i had covid but i didn't so 
It's like one of those games, eh? It's like, okay, is that a symptom? Is that it? Do yeah. I have it? You this didn't have time? COVID. You haven't you were- had it before either, have you? No. Yeah. So you're playing the same game I am. It's like, well, I don't know. Is that it? Is that- you don't, you don't- I just assume I've had it. <laughs> you don't have it, but you're just sick. So that's the good news, right? You're just sick. Which, yeah, like right now. <laughs> is that good news? I mean, I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, yeah, I almost think it is because I have 40 students. 40? So the back- yeah, because I have two classes. Right. Oh, yeah. my. Oh, okay. And so because of that, like, me. You were worried you were going to be. Mm-hmm. is yeah. really good. Yeah. 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 Well, right. And, and yeah, you've also, I, I mean, I've seen, I, I follow you on Instagram. You've been to concerts and stuff. I mean, you're not, you're not really being careful, but. Uh, <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Mr. Judgy over Eliza. here. No, I'm just not in a room I'm, I'm, with 350 people. <laughs> yeah, it really was. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying how great, it, how great it's been. Yeah, I know. Right. How Where's mine? That you're I'm not giving that. You haven't gotten COVID. Cover despite. the guy who's delivering concerts these days. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I, I don't feel like this group needs a coffee, but I think we need to hear from our but sponsor. We have to, fi- Eliza. Were you finished? I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't think she started. I, yeah, I have a week left of school, and then after that, I'm just free for a few months. Oh, so, so I'm just nice. chilling right now. Chilling. What like do you have villain. planned? Nothing, nothing, and I'm so glad. Oh, very nice. How does that feel? <laughs> Having nothing. So good. Very nice. Uh, just a lot of that farm. Mm-hmm. Or no, you don't play farm. You play what? Farmville. Animal Crossing. Farm- Animal, Animal Crossing. Crossing. <laughs> That's it. And farm. I, second I play the farm. So Wait, I is, there, is there even a game now. called Farm? Uh, heyday. <laughs> And my daughter got so me. So no, the answer is it. no, Victor. It's not called farm, but I feel like I work on a farm. If that there's there's a game called Farm Simulator, so you may want to try. Oh that. my god! <clears throat> no, it's probably just driving around in a tractor, listening That's to the chicken dance. Um, Eliza, <laughs> sorry, Are, what were you about to say? You were about to say something. Oh, I was just saying how I bought a second switch, mm-hmm. and oh. I own two switch lights, so I can have two. Animal Crossing Islands. <laughs> Wait, why? Wait, you, I need whole, you need a second I, one? <laughs> yeah, because I finished my first one. And I don't want to demolish it. So, so there's like an end? Can't you just set up a second account on the No, they don't let you on your Switch. It's <laughs> one wrong. island per Switch. Oh, they need to expand on that. You need to write somebody. <laughs> this feels flawed. Okay. So many people have wrote to them. They won't change it because they're going to make money. Mm-hmm. Hook, line, and sinker. There you wow. go. So I already bought two switches. I have two. You're enabling them. them. You're you enabling. Are enabling them. You're part of the problem, Eliza. N- Nintendo doesn't You're care. Right, but I want to play, so I don't care. Yeah, Nintendo doesn't care. All right, cool. Let's let's listen to a word from our sponsor now and from Victor. Hey there. Wait, what are we doing again? The sponsor read. Oh, okay. Wait, we have a sponsor? Yes, it's Eric. Oh, I know Eric. He's a good guy. I know. Did you know he sells coffee? Yes, of course I... I think it's called Diabolical Coffee. Can we just... It's devilishly good coffee. You don't say. He also sells diabolically awesome swag. Terrific. He's got a roast for all tastes. Is that right? Yeah, you can order whole bean, coarse, standard grind, and espresso. Espresso, but whatever. Hey, uh, don't you and Tanya use K-Cups? You know we do. I think he has those too. Wonderful. Imagine if we could use promo code like Produce Stand to get 10% off coffee or merch from his store. Yes, that would be cool. Wait a minute. I just had a brilliant idea. What's that? 
We should get Diabolical Coffee to sponsor the podcast. We should. Yes. Why have we never thought of that before? I give up. <laughs> Thank you, Eric and Diabolical so Coffee, for your support. Uh, Casey on the in the live stream says, "This made me love Victor. I mean, I liked him before, but now." <laughs> Uh, speaking of support, welcome new Twitter followers. Chris, Christian McLean from Boulevard, Pennsylvania. The K is silent from Utah. Lord Garrick from Crystal Beach. Gary Walgren, uh, Walgren from uh, Fort St. John, B.C. Dalton. Cannon Fodder from Melbourne, uh, Victoria. Bernie Lady from uh, Seattle, Washington. Tyler Hedman from London, Ontario. Emily Lynn from Ohio. A Pale Rider. Al Alexander Lapierre. Uh, Kelly Hendricks from Chalmette. Louisiana, uh, Roger Horton from Pitts, Pittsburgh, Kansas, Aunt Andrea Williams from Littleton, Colorado, Connor Paola, uh, Ryan from uh, Baldy One Kenobi, Sherry Brown from Canada, Douglas Fisher from Southern New Hampshire, Johnny Brezenick from uh, Arkansas, Covan, uh, oh, Bourbon and Comic Books from Pottstown, Pennsylvania, Bobby Buckeye Benny from Tennessee, uh, Dallas from Austin, Texas, Pods Like Us, Mary Joe, Mary Joe Brito, uh, Derek Collin from uh, Milpat, uh, Milpitas, California, Andy, uh, Adam Patrick from Michigan, at the Mad Biscuit, Johnny on the Spot from Oklahoma, Hipster Horcrux from Oakland, Rachel uh, Wellens from Raleigh, North Carolina, Patrick Ross, Danny Brown from Muskoka, Bobby Grump from Sydney, Ohio, Steve Westcott from Mansfield, Texas, Debatable Podcast from Buffalo, Alarm Not Alert, uh, Mark Pil Pilkenroth from LA, Walt 6812 from Planet Earth, Toronto dropped the leads from Toronto. Unfortunately, nicknamed Guppy from Hoover, Alabama, uh, Emergency Brat Hologram from LA, uh, Darf Scarf, uh, Manny Garski from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, uh, Christine Dawes, Meme Dependent, Mark Sullivan from Boston, Rod Williamson from Ottawa, and Tess O'Neill from Ludington, Michigan. Thank you for following and hope and hopefully for listening. Previously on Letterkenny. Last week we reviewed the series premiere of Shorzy, Never Lose Again. That episode got a fresh rating from Tanya, Robbie, Matt, and myself, and a clearance from Victor. Uh, this week, we re recap and review episode two, Shorzy, Veteran Presence. Matt, have you done your homework? Of course. I've done my homework. Victor, have you done your homework? This. Tanya, have you done your homework? Once. Eliza, have you done your homework? Of course. All right, then. Well, don't bore us. Get to the chorus. We open in a recording studio with a rapper named Dolo, played by Jonathan Is uh, Ismael Diaby. Uh, this is his first acting credit, but he's an interesting story. He's a former hockey player, drafted 64th overall by the Nashville Predators in 2013, played in four different semi-pro leagues, QMHL, AHL, ECHL. Uh, before retiring in 2019, after an incident involving fans at a game hurling racist insults at him and his family in the stands, uh, Diaby served his penalty, then left the game with his family. The, the fans were not... So, already, so is that... We're going to get so we're, we're going to get okay. to that. So the fans were not ejected. The, le the league later apologized what? and adjusted their rules. But yeah, so he kind of I don't know if he retired right after that game, but he retired shortly. He retired that season. So, wow. yeah. Anyway, back to this. You're describing his backstory in the show. Right. Yeah, exactly. So. So keep that in mind. Anyway, back to Shorzy. Diaby is also a hip hop artist in real life uh, going by the name of Joe Dolo. 
and his name in the show is Dolo. And the song he performs in the cold open is one of his songs called Feel Blessed. Uh, so the song rolls right into the title and the cold open ends. So as far as cold opens go, it's a pretty short one. I'm sorry. Can we recap already? So yeah. his name as a, his real name is. His real name is um, Jonathan Ismael Diaby, okay. but he goes by Dolo and his art, his rapper name is Joe Doli. Joe Dolo. Sorry. Is his rapper name. Yeah. But on the show, his he goes by Dolo. And everything, his background, everything in his real life is his background also in Shorzy. So, they've so he's kinda, essentially playing himself. He's essentially kind of playing a, a version of himself on okay. the show. Yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. That's some layers. Except and, for the character traits, likely. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll see. And and he, yeah. I mean, and so, for example, yeah, he only speaks French on the show. But it, the, the, he's, except once, he, he, except once. And we will get to that as well. Uh, but he, for now, uh, he's, uh, he does speak English. Obviously he raps perfectly in English. So, I mean, what did you think of this cold? I mean, I don't know if you want to call it a cold open, but this intro to, to Dolo, Matt. I, I mean, I like, yeah, I don't, again, I don't know if I fully call it a cold open, but I, I guess it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it set the stage for more to come. I, I, I appreciate all the background. I knew there I knew there, I knew you would do this, and I was looking forward to hearing your. I've, I've actually watched this episode like three times now. Yeah. Um, and and I was thinking about that again today, rewatching and how I'm looking forward to what you're going to bring to fill in the blanks on oh, some. Of there's these a because, lot of blanks in this. And one. <laughs> I know there is, and I, I'm I'm more I, I'm looking forward to your recap on all this, mm-hmm. um, because I, I I know you're going to be answering a lot of questions I have, but I love that. Um, which I mean I know we'll get to it later too, but I'm assuming that means that's real footage. Um of that fight later that's in the real episode. footage of a fight he had with a fan, a fan in the audience from a different night from a different okay game. so that explains oh, not the same night so the night that he uh so uh, well i'll explain uh, okay i'll explain it now so in a couple don't of, blow your load on, on, a, on a couple of occasions he was at it he was at a game he was in a penalty box his father and and uh, his father's girlfriend was were in the crowd and fans were yelling racist insults at them yeah. and, and intimidating them. And he, that one there, he didn't go into the crowd to fight them. They just left. Like as soon as he served his penalty, he, he, he walked off the ice and left. Uh, right. And, and the cops kind of like tried to keep things calm, but they didn't eject the people doing it because they hadn't done anything against the rules at to that point. They hadn't done, they, they hadn't gotten violent or anything. They were just being yeah. assholes. They're being yeah. racist pieces of shit uh so that's why later on the the league apologized to him and his fan his parent his dad and and his dad's girlfriend and also made a rule that says well and the team tried to find out who they were to to ban them from ever coming to games again it was there was like tv uh, coverage of all all that and stuff but then the footage we'll see later i believe is from a separate it's real footage from a separate incident where again he was in the penalty box and a fan got drunk started like hurling insults at him and he uh went over the or tried to go over the glass or something like that fucking unreal man yeah but yeah so all that say i mean yeah i mean like it was an intro i think it's the one of the first samples of this series where they're showing different stylistic approaches to things and i like that like they do it more this episode they do a bunch of this mm-hmm. um where they step away from just what's in front of you and give you excerpts of of things that are around to support their stories so I liked it. I thought it was a great way to introduce him and set the stage for what was to come. Yeah. I enjoyed it too. Uh, First of all, it was a pretty cool track. Um, I looked it up and and we may hear it again later. Um, 
I really like, and, and we'll learn this later. Like they basically, they basically grabbed a bunch of amateurs. Like these guys are not actors. So yeah. that it's a big, a big kind of uh, a risk that uh, Kiso and, 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 you know, and producers were taking by doing this. Cause these guys aren't actors um, uh, to, to varying degrees. Uh, and in some cases they are playing altered versions of themselves. Uh, not all of them, but you know, we'll learn which ones are as, as we go through these, but yeah, um, Dolo for sure is basically playing himself uh, with just, you know, probably some, some character differences, but uh, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed the, the opening. It was, it, it was, it was fine. It set the, the, the tone. I, I feel like Shorzy such a different show from letter Kenny. Anyway, they're not going for the jokes. So the cold opens are going to be different. They're going to be more story or this one here kind of gave me more of a vibe of the lady C episode in letter Kenny season 10, where they have a friend who's got this great talent and they wanted to kind of show showcase the, the friend. And because Dolo has a couple of tracks on, on this episode and probably is featured throughout, who knows? I, I haven't looked, but I'm sure he's featured throughout. Uh, Victor, what'd you think? Yeah. Except lady C is still tormenting matters in his nightmares, but uh, this one was <laughs> nice, short and sweet. Um, so, so I think, I think that, it's interesting, right? Because it's it's so far kind of keeping us on our toes. Because the first episode had a, um, uh, a really long uh, cold open, almost like a little mini uh, a segment, if you will. And and this one is just like a little short clip to introduce what would likely be a character on the episode. So um, yeah, I thought it was it was good. It was you know uh, there's really not much more to say about it. Just introduce the character, introduce his music, and uh, you know. Pitter patter. Pitter patter. Uh, yeah. So um, I thought the same thing. I, I wasn't entirely sure what was happening, whether there was a story in the rap that we were supposed to pay attention to that was going to then it, like link back in somehow to the episode. So I wasn't entirely sure um, how to, to, to take that information. Um, but yeah, I thought it was, uh, it was, it was fine. Like it was good. Um, the, the song was good. I wasn't entirely sure whether that was the cold open or if we were going to get like another snippet of a cold open before we, we fall into the the show. So it was different. Um, but, um, kind of similar to how letter kind of kind of rolls. Um, so it will be interesting to see if this kind of happens again in, in, in Shorzy. Eliza. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was actually just texting that I need to go because it's raining on my balcony and I need to go move a bunch of plants. Out of the- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, All right. So Oregon is we think it's summer, so we move our plants out and then it's not summer. And then it's we gotta not move th- our plants back in. <laughs> All right. So you're going to skip out for a little bit. That's an interesting take on the cold open. Um, (laughs) You know, I really honestly like the cold open. It was good. Like just, I feel like the letter Kenny cold opens were more memorable. That's fair. I mean, again, I think they're different shows, right? So um, exactly. I feel like I just need to get more into Shorzy before Mm -hmm. I can like, really give them credit for their like cold of it. Yes. All right. That's fair. Okay. Well, I'm going to go guys. Cause I need to go move my plants and water them and make sure they're okay. So okay. All right. I'm gonna go, guys, but thank you guys so much for tonight. Are you going to pop back on? 
I hope so, but if I don't, I'm just gonna say bye now, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Good seeing you, friend. All right. I'm sorry, guys. I just there's a lot of rain out there. So All right. Go take care of you. Yeah, Be safe. To, yeah. If we're still on, um, yeah, come back so you can give us our, your ratings. All right. Thank you, guys. All right. <laughs> okay, bye. So coming out of the cold open, we get to start on scene one. We open with Shorzy and Sanguinette in Nat's office. Zeke and Meeg are also there. Shorzy and Sanguinette are going over their plan for never losing again. Can we go in order? What order? The order of the plan. <laughs> what plan? The plan you asked for. They sent us over a PDF file, the sluts they want to bring on. No, we didn't. Sluts? You. Who? Hockey players. Sluts. Why do they have a GPS file? What? Well, we put everything in the duotanks. What happened to handing out the duotanks? I huh? Duotanks? You asked for a plan. Yeah, so then we put the plan in the duotanks. We were going to give you each a duotank. Of the plan. So then why do they have a PBS file? PBS. We were on? PBS. I took Miguel out for Sandos to kind of clear the air after the Party Island squeezer. Nobody cares about the squeezer, Sanguinette. And I had the doc of the plan on my phone to print off and put in the duotanks. So I just sent it to them as a PDF. A what? <laughs> After a bunch of jabbing back and forth, Shorzy and Sanger are finally invited to sit down and deliver their plan. They pass out the dual tanks. First up is Shorzy's buddy, Goody, or Brant Goodleaf. Shorzy starts telling them about Goody, and Zeke starts laughing and making fun of Shorzy's pr- presentation skills, causing him to stand up and begin to leave. Nat warns him that if he leaves, she folds the team so fast. Shorzy protests uh, his treatment. Um... But uh, Nat reprimands him and Zeke asks Shorzy to continue his presentation. Can he score? Led the league. Which league? The show. You played in the NHL? The other one. Which? Lacrosse. Doesn't <laughs> play hockey anymore. Just making sure we're all hearing it. Well, he played Junior A growing up in hockey, and they wanted him to play pro. <laughs> but it's just, in lacrosse, they wanted him to play in the show. I broke bank for a guy who doesn't even play anymore? You broke bank for four guys who don't play anymore. I'm gonna fucking kick you, dude. For what? You fucking basic. <laughs> well, they're all studs. I wouldn't bring them in if they weren't studs. Um, all right. I have to mention in the chat, Eliza's, <laughs> Eliza left. She's just, her she window's still there. completely but she, She's so young. Oh, my God. In the chat, <laughs> she, she asked, what's a duotang? <laughs> yeah. Who in said her defense, that? I can't remember the last time I heard the word duotang. It's been a while. Really? I know. But, but still. It, Our kids still have duotangs. Yeah, maybe they call them something different. But did you, you force them, them upon them? You call them no. duotangs. The school gave them duotangs for each subject. She says in Stop her defense, she's duotang. 25. Okay. But she's a teacher. <laughs> That's not right. Nobody That's not says right. duotangs. <laughs> what do you call so, it then? Well, they're 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 a binder. Folders. No, that's a different thing. Yeah, no, binder is bigger. Wait, what's the difference between a duotang and a binder? A binder has the no. metal rings that yeah, keep a, right. A yeah, of, the the duotang just has the metal clip. The clips, the little butterflies, the butterfly clip. Oh, they still make those? Yes. Oh, okay. I got some here if you need a visual. Far too many here. Eliza, duotang is a thing that we when we went to school used to carry pieces of paper around in. Especially when you need isolated assignments mm-hmm. and things like that. There yeah. you go. We didn't use computers. So it's just, it was a wait. So it's just a binder? Eliza, no, it's a thinner binder. No, no. It holds like 25 papers. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's a thin binder just for a few. Yeah. Kind of like folder, a folder. No, not but a, a folder, folder. No. Folder's a fi- too. It's almost like a file folder. Oh but, my God. But I'm going to show. <laughs> okay. Oh man. We're going to have a demonstration. Anyway, while Tanya grabs. For the, someone who left the show, she's got a lot of I know, to right? Say. What the hell? <laughs> 
she needs to see. Anyway, as Tanya gets a dual tang out, um, <laughs> if she finds one, I'll, I'll be. Oh, she found one. Okay. Um, Shorzy. Uh, oh, here we go. Okay. <laughs> so this it's is great. It's a yellow dual tang. This is it's great perfect. podcasting. So it's a folder. It's paper. But look, then these these Do metal it. clips Vanna White, show us. These metal clips here fold. They come out. I feel like there's another name for that. No, a duo tang. Duo tang, I think, is a brand name, and then and they they yeah, keep the it's paper like a, in it's place. It's like a Kleenex. It's not a Kleenex. <laughs> I can't it's believe it's a it. tissue. <laughs> a trapper envelope. keeper? No, no it's those not are an different. Envelope. Those are different. Trapper keepers are different. Trapper keeper. Anyway, it's a foot, it's, it's a, it's a foot bag, not a hacky sack. <laughs> We're going to move on. <laughs> we showed we showed the young one what a dual tang looks like, even though she refuses to come back on the camera. And she's a teacher. Yeah, and she's a teacher. <laughs> she should really know what a dual tang well, is. Well, she's a 25-year-old teacher. Just Okay. Shaping the minds of tomorrow. <laughs> Shorzy. With her astrology when she's trying to teach astronomy. Well, in, in, in her defense, like, is she going to teach them what an abacus looks, is, you know, like they don't need that stuff. It's anymore. called a portfolio yeah. now, Jason says. Portfolio. Portfolio. Thank you. God damn it. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> says do a tang. It's a portfolio. It's same thing. All right. Portfolio do a tang. I think it's a, Eliza's it's a brand back. Name. Hi, Eliza. <laughs> Hi, guys. And I'm wondering, maybe it was only a, maybe only though. in Canada we call them duo tangs. Who knows? Uh, we'll have to find maybe out from the, the, the peanut gallery whether they were called that uh, outside of Canada. Three ring pocket folder. They say dual tang is, is out unreal. of business. Okay. So I'm going to move on now. Uh, I can't Shor- handle this conversation. <laughs> Shorzy <laughs> defends himself. Everybody is already on a team. He had to find guys who weren't already on a team. So Shorzy assures Nat that they'll never lose again. Also, Goody loves chicken. Zeke and Meek failed to see the relevance of this comment. Production note. So Goody. Goody is played by Andrew Ans- Ansonin. Uh, this is his first acting credit. He's a former semi-pro hockey player turned amateur MMA fighter. So, uh, and his fighting nickname is the Cannon. So, his MMA record is so far is three zero and zero. So he's three wins, zero losses, and and ties. Uh, and well, he hasn't fought since 2016. But uh, that's but that's he retired. That's his background. <laughs> he went undefeated. It's important to just go. Yeah, go go. You know. Yeah, go, go away. Leaving leave wanting more. Yeah, lose while you're ahead. Yeah. Up next is Doli, uh, Dolo. Uh, Shorzy introduces him as Jonathan Diaby from Blainville, Quebec, a third-round pick to the show. All of this stuff is are his real stats that 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 uh, Shorzy talks about. Uh, the hockey one, the the show, so the hockey one this time. He's a stay-at-home defenseman, awful to play against. Huge clapper, which is a slap shot, not, not what he calls his penis, as Zeke thought. Uh, but now Doli, Dolo raps. Uh, Nat sees one of his online videos and it's a song called no discussion. Uh, Nat asks how long he's been. Uh, it's been since he played Sanguinette explains uh, that he played in the Quebec senior league a couple of years ago and made the news for losing his mind when he and his parents got called the N word at a game. Miga asks what happened. The player who called him that uh, what, what happened to the player who called him that and Shorzy corrects him. No one on the ice was dumb enough to, to fuck with Dolo. It was a drunk fan that they cut to actual footage of Diaby throwing punches at a fan over the penalty box glass. Uh, so as I was saying before, th- that footage isn't the same game where he left because of the ra- race insults. So they've kind of, I think they've conflated two different uh, um, episodes to in one, because uh, for, from what I saw the footage of him uh, of when he walked out of the game, I, I think he's wearing a different Jersey, even like he's not playing in the same team. Then the other one where he's over the glass, he's playing for a, a, a different team. So 
either way, like he, he was a victim of a lot of racism in hockey. So for those of you, you know, who say that there's none of that up here in Canada. Yeah, of course there is. And, and he's prime example of that stuff. Uh, Zeke's impressed and a little turned on. Uh, Shorzy tells her he, she'd better speak French because that's all he'll speak to her. And production note, obviously, most of the most of the facts about Dolo's career are actually true of the actor himself, but he doesn't only speak French. He also speaks English. So, yeah, so up next is Shorzy's buddy Hitch from Man- Mount Pearl, Newfoundland. It's, it's kind of funny because if you say his full name, Ted Hitchcock, it sounds like 10-inch cock. Hitch is a former first round pick on the show. Hitch loves martinis. He calls them martinis. So it's good to always have a bottle of gin on hand. He's from Newfoundland, so it's kind of tough to understand what he's saying. Newfie talk? You ever been to Newfoundland? No. You wouldn't call them Newfies if you had. So production note, Hitch is played by Terry Ryan. He's a Canadian actor and crew member on a number of Canadian shows, including Hudson and Rex, Little Dog, Letterkenny, Frontier, and Republic of Doyle as a production assistant. Uh, Ryan's also was also a professional hockey player for seven years, drafted eighth overall in 95 by the Montreal Canadians, but he only played eight games in the, with the, in the show uh, over three years. He retired in 2003. Then he went on to write a best-selling book called tales of a first round, nothing in 2007. Now he's trying his hand at stand-up comedy. He opened for Jerry D in 2016. And he also hosts a hockey podcast called uh, tales with TR, which is, I love this guy. Yeah. This guy's like, so even like he's got acting chops, but he's also a personality. Like he's uh, like busy. Yeah, I was listening to his podcast. He's he's pretty good. I mean, he doesn't have that thick Newfie accent, so he puts that on for the show. Oh, does he? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, so let's. Uh, last but not least, is a tough pill to swallow for Shorzy to get down to Gala because it, there's a bit of history there. It's Jean Jacques, uh, Jean Jacques Francois Jacques Jean, or JJ Frankie JJ. And if you don't remember him. Uh, here's a quick primer. Played against him in the National Senior Championship. And then? Oh, is that it? <laughs> is that all I nailed it. Anyway, we get a montage. The, the rest are visuals. Yeah, we get it. Well, it is. We get a montage of scenes of Shorzy playing for the Eagles against JJ Frankie JJ in the Senior <laughs> Championship in Letterkenny. Shorzy is chirping JJ Frankie JJ relentlessly, and JJ isn't reacting much. Then we get the scene in the third period where JJ points the scoreboard to show Shorzy who's winning, and Shorzy turns and delivers his two-hander to the back of JJ's knee, taking him and Shorzy himself out of the game and allowing the Eagles to come back and win the ship. You Bobby Clarked him with a golf swing and he still answered your call? Why? He's a pretty big deal in Quebec. Like, he's dated pretty much every Quebecois star like there is. French girls. Frankie loves them ladies. I asked why he's coming here. Because there's an impossible amount of good looking girls in Sudbury. <laughs> uh, Nat is pleased. It sounds like bums and seats. Me guess when they arrive. Sanger says they're on the plane. Uh, they're on the same flight from Toronto. Nat invites him to a mixer at her place when they arrive. So production note, JJ Frankie, Frankie JJ played by Max Buffard. He has, uh, he was on Letterkenny uh, and Shorzy. Uh, he's also got a short film credit, so he, he doesn't have a lot of acting uh, experience either. Um, and then a few other shows as a, a crew member. He's also a former hockey goalie. He played in, uh, for the Manitoulin Islanders in the NOJHL, Northern Ontario Junior Hockey League, same league as the Sioux Eagles. And then one year in the OJHL, the Ontario Junior Hockey League for the Lindsay Muskies. So big guy, obviously he's a goalie with, with his size. Um, yeah. So that's JJ scene two. <laughs> that was all scene one. <laughs> Why was that? Scene two, Shorzy and Sanguinette wait outside for the arrival of the four new members of the Bulldogs. They all pile into Sanger's Jeep. 
it's a little snug. <laughs> Scene three, Shorzy, Sanger, and the four new players arrive. We need a nickname for the four players. Maybe just call them the sluts. Sanger, uh, Shorzy, Sanger, and the sluts arrive at Shorzy's apartment, and Shorzy uh, lays down the ground rules. Chassel, you know, it's like I said, obviously, there's only one rule. It's don't touch the bird. Birds are unreal. It's quite some snow. Big sexy. i never seen one so pretty as death. Yeah, he'll talk a wee bit too, eh, big sex? Sassel. <laughs> Don't, like I said, obviously, you got two beds. My bed, then another bed, then there's the couch, so gonna have to double up. Pole to pole or hole to hole, boys? Yeah, let's make sure no one's waking up to the other guy sleeping pole to hole or anything like that. No, like, so won't be me. Won't be me. I'd never do anything like that. Forget it. Oh, my <laughs> Yep, we've established that, Frankie. Frankie <laughs> on Oh yeah, Frankie on the couch since he's such a fucking potato. <laughs> I love Big Sexy. Shorzy decides he'll bunk with Goody since Dolo and Hitch are going to be defense partners. Hitch and Dolo quickly bond over Martunis and Cognac. JJ gets the couch since he's such a fucking potato. Uh, Shorzy informs him that they've got a ton of ice cream in the fridge. Sanguinette got drumsticks. Goody loves a good stick. Sticks are unbelievable. Uh, once they're settled, they'll they'll go to the mingler at uh, the GM's place. But first, they're going to have a quick stick before they go where they're to. Uh, scene four. Cut the Shorzy in the kitchen. Where the, uh, Shorzy with the hockey players in the kitchen. They're all having sticks over bowls. That's one of the better sticks I've ever had. Fuck. Forgot to call me parents. Did you not call your parents? Settle down. Mom's going to be right rotted. Did Nanias knock all your parents? She's gonna be right crooked, she is. So like you took an airplane and then didn't call your parents to say you got here safe? Tabarnak, call this. Well, you better call them. Let them know you got here safe. I don't know, they must be big shots taking airplanes every day of the week or something. Getting here not calling their parents. No, they got here two hours ago. They still haven't called their parents. And I'm so dumb. <laughs> All right, I got, we got to stop here because there's so much here that I love. I love, I love, I love this scene. First of all, who do you think Trozzi was talking to on the phone? Any ideas, Matt? Katie. Oh, Katie. Sorry. You said Matt. <laughs> oh. Who is Trozzi talking to on the phone? I figured it was his. Oh, so is it? Well, I'm guessing one of his parents is what I assumed. It's possible. I don't know. We haven't. Uh, yeah. Uh, what do you think, uh, Victor? Like his dad. What do you think, Victor? Oh man, I uh, that's a good, it's a good question. I have no idea. It would have to be somebody that he has a like a genuine, mm-hmm. honest relationship with, and and so hey, it could be uh, it could be Wayne. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> because they had that they had that they had that moment that one moment where they, he doesn't <laughs> even say right. a word to him. Tanya, do you have? Any Are you ones? asking because you know the future? I no, I don't know who. Like, I have an idea of, of who it might be, but um, I don't. You're know. asking like you do know. No, I don't. I don't you don't know. know. No. Who do you think it is? I think it was Matt. I think it was Nat. I think he was talking to Nat. I was thinking it was Nat. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said Matt. Nah. <laughs> he did say Matt and then he changed it to Nat. Um, I was thinking that or or mom, just like Matt was mm-hmm. saying. Yeah, I love how indignity. Well, first of all, I love there was there- a moment, though, where he did remind me of Wayne, not Shorzy, when he did that. Yeah, because that his delivery on it was very like um, it was very it human. was very Wayne like. Yeah. And it wasn't it was, it was human. Yeah. Wait, so you f- you think you feel like Wayne is more of a human character than Shorzy is? 
No, but I, I think they both get passionate about very specific mm. things. Or fixated and, on. Yeah. Wayne, has, they, Wayne I, has empathy and we're only discovering that Shorzy has empathy. Okay. I think the way the way that Wayne gets fixated on something and that it bothers him. Mm. And that was just kind of, it, it was Shorzy's thing that it was like, well, they must take planes every day. Like, yeah. why would these guys just be like For not him. calling their moms? Yeah. And that he was so like affected by it. Yeah, like, That's what made it. You didn't me- call your mom. You've been here for two hours after a flight. I loved it though. Yeah, I love because we're that's that's a human <laughs> yeah. trait. Is just yeah. like you always well, check in with whoever you've left, mm-hmm. wherever you were. Right. Well, and, and we're learning very quickly about Shores. I mean, yes, he's an asshole. But he's very like hyper personal about some things. Like I think even Robbie was calling out last episode about how passionate he's about hockey. We all know that. Mm -hmm. But like when he like got all disturbed by the idea of of folding, he's like, whoa, whoa. Like, like he, he really hones in on certain topics Mm -hmm. and family might be one of those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Eliza, you had something. You're on on mute. You're on on mute. mute. Come on, yeah, damn it, Eliza. <laughs> okay, so this scene really like reminded me of my childhood because mm-hmm. I always had to tell my mom mm-hmm. where I was going. And like at the time we honestly didn't have a phone at home. And so she had a whistle and we had like a pattern where we could hear the whistle from the park that we live next to because we were so close. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> And so, but no, it's just like you go somewhere without telling your mom, mm-hmm. like that's a big deal. Like yeah. you're getting ashamed for that. <laughs> like, so like, I really identified that yeah. from like when I was growing up, because if I didn't tell my mom where I was going, mm-hmm. like it would be such a big deal. And if I didn't tell her, mm-hmm. like when I got to my friend's house, like I would have to come home. Like I would forfeit my sleepover that right, night. Right, 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 right. Um, who do you think Wayne was talking to on the phone? Honestly, maybe dairy or dairy. Like, I don't know. Did I say Wayne? I'm saying, who do you think Shorzy was talking to? I think I might've said Wayne. I still, oh, I got to get that on. My I, I think you said Wayne. Nope. Um, Shorzy's talking. I don't. I think he's talking to Nat. Could have been. I don't know. I think he's calling Nat. I don't think he and Nat are that close. Well, was in the kitchen. Oh, it could be Sanguinette. Oh, he no, wasn't what, in the kitchen. It? Yeah, they it were was only the, the hockey guy. Oh, was Sanguinette no, not there? Oh, he wasn't, he wasn't in there. Oh, so could have been Sanguinette. So could have been Sanguinette. Could have been Sanguinette. Yeah. I think it was Nat. I think Nat was like, "Where are but you guys?" Not she's that waiting. Close yet. She's waiting they're for them to get close. to her place for the, for the mingler. Anyway, we'll we'll find out. Uh, anyway, I love the little touch of all of them eating their drumsticks over bowls. Like that's the only way to do it. No, it isn't. That's how I do it. Is it really? Yeah. I never use the bowl. I've only ever seen you're an animal. Why? Yeah. Victor, I agree with you full heartedly. The cone will always fall. (laughs) And what if you're one of those slow uh, eaters and you don't know how to lick properly? And you're such an amateur. If you need a bowl, if you need a bowl, that's not a you problem. That's a you problem. That's your floor's problem. If you're going to eat or you're short, I've never dropped a nut. You got to have nuts on the stick. You have a nut holder. (laughs) I've never dropped a nut. Anyway. (laughs) 
No, I, I'm with Victor. Totally throw a bowl under it, and then know. you and then you can get the nuts what after. The point of the cone, if you and know. then like <laughs> scoop out. I'm with you, Matt. Anyway, Listen, okay. This is what no, no. This is what it comes down to. All right, when you're eating a cone, and you're trying, and you 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 don't want it to melt faster than you can eat it, then you're kind of rushing. You're getting to the point where you now you're not enjoying it anymore. You're kind of just you're going against. You're trying to make sure you eat it fast enough so it doesn't melt. If you've got a bowl, sit back. Relax, Victor. Victor, I find it hard to believe this is a property. You come to the guy who orders multiple desserts at dinner. Right? I know. (laughs) There's a way to eat sticks, and a fella ought to know about it. Anyway, we're going to move on. I just found it cute that they were all eating over bowls. Uh, To me, that's something a kid does. I do that. Where you find you do. I don't do that. I don't need a fucking bowl. I'm eating. And that's why our floors are dirty. That's why you're a Neanderthal. No. no. Anyway, moving on. Scene number four at the doghouse, where we finally meet Laura Moore. Uh, Shorzy walks in, pan- pants a poor guy, and sits down with Laura uh, and lays on the charm. Let me just start by saying there is no other place I would rather be in the entire world than right here with you right now. Hey, Shorzy. Can't you see I'm just completely taken by it? Like, I've never known a feeling like this. Let's assemble. Why are we doing this here when we could be over at Seven Star Dumpling House? It's some fucking bibimbap. How do they feel about never losing again? How do you feel about it? I don't care. Oh, you are an absolute stallion. You're a horse face. I won't rest till I get even a shoulder pat from you. That would be the most a man has got for me in a very long time, Shorzy. Hey, you ever been sitting across from someone just trying and have a normal conversation, fighting every urge inside yourself to just scream out, yeah! <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Well, I've never let myself be so vulnerable with someone before. It feels Hoopla. amazing. You are a lot, dude. God, it, I'd be good to you. Yeah? Oh, I'd be good to you like crazy. How good? Like you wake up in the morning, I'm right there being good to you. That's actually unsettling. How do you feel about a couple steaks and some corn on the cob? With your four roommates? Five. Apologies to Big Sexy. I'll honor you till the day I die, I swear to God. From the guy infamous for wheeling two of his friends' moms in Letterkenny. They aren't my friends, and their moms were wheeling me. Text me the score after the game. Are you not coming? Huh? Huh? I got my kid this weekend. Well, no one gets a good story from just a score. And no one cares. Sure. Kiso writes great dialogue between a man and a woman. This, this scene here is right up there with the scene in relationships with him and and the, and the first date. I love that scene, the quick back and forth, amazing dialogue. And I love this scene. Like it's so, so well written and acted and shot. It's so perfect. Uh, You, you might even argue that it evolved. You think it's even better than relationships? Yeah. You know, I just feel like it's, it's just so, just so tight so yeah spot on it is it's written perfectly it is and and uh the actress who plays laura moore i, I mentioned her in the first so, so i already did her her bio uh but yeah wow <laughs> she's great uh laura leaves short and shorzy joins the other hockey players outside in the crowded jeep he asks them if they like paninis uh but then he's interrupted uh with, by his phone which rings the canadian national anthem it's nat we're almost there you're going to jail for what that's where our tough natives are our tough natives are in jail? Tough natives is redundant. They worked there, Shorzy. <laughs> well, you made it sound like they were in jail. That is so racist. No, it isn't. You see, that's the problem right there, is no, that your mind isn't. immediately goes to them being in jail. <laughs> it was that's a misunderstanding. You're, you're the problem. That's what's happening here, is that you're the problem. Holy. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I thought the person he's on the phone with earlier was was not because she seems to be at, you know, getting updates from him like where are you where are you they're waiting for her sure or she's waiting for them so yeah but but that previous conversation they weren't like you know arguing on each other yeah, yeah. like so Fair enough. just yeah. a very different dichotomy 
Scene five, cut to a prison yard. The hockey players are sitting at one picnic table and three prison guards are at another picnic table. These are the same guys who were fighting outside Colson's in the previous episode. Shorzy is standing between the two tables, which are quite far apart, facing the prison guards. Uh, the, uh, the framing of this scene just kind of reminds me of, you know, Buttery again, and his, he loves his symmetry and stuff. It's, it's really well, well framed. Shorzy introduces the hockey players, making sure he mentions the funny business about Hitch's nickname, uh, or his name sounding like 10 inch cock. Uh, then he asks the guards to introduce themselves. (laughs) I'm saying call. We ready? Yeah. Jim. Jim. Do Jim. Jim. Are you all three Jim? Jim. All right, well, you'll need nicknames. What are your last names? We'd prefer to be called by our first names. But then you're all three Jim. Our names are Jim. So you all three want to be called Jim? But you see how we're a bit bunged up here, though, right? <laughs> like if Sanger calls down the bench, Jim, you're going, you won't know what Jim. Jim's will likely all be going at Shut the same time. Shut the fuck time. up, Sanguinette. Maybe if you just says Jim a different way for each of the boys from where you're to, then they'll know which ones to come where you're at. Did you just have a stroke hit? You know, like, sing them. You are having a fucking brain hematoma. Settle down. Ah, like, Jim, Jim, Jim. Hitch, it's a hockey team. It's not fucking Miss Saigon. <laughs> Hitch just suggests Shorzy ask the gyms what they want to be called, but Shorzy doesn't have fucking 525,600 minutes. All right. So y'all three want to be Jim. Our names are Jim. Yeah, I know your names are Jim, but okay, so how about your Jimmer? You're Jimmy, you're Jim Bob. Then you all get to be some version of Jim, and we don't got to be in fucking tats. Our names are Jim. All right, you're all three Jim. That's it, that's all. Yeah, right. Who said that part? What part? That's Lobo. The, the French part? Dolo. Oh, uh, sorry, I, Dolo. I, I thought, <laughs> okay, I thought, I figured it was, but I, for some reason, thought it came out of Shorzy because it happened like, yeah, he, such, he's, yeah, it looked like he was saying it, but no, it's, it's Dolo saying it. All right, here we go. Buckle in. Production note, Jim, played by John Morasti. Uh, this is his only acting credit. He's retired. I'm sorry, are we going from the right or from the left? <laughs> you, you'll have to figure it out. Jimmer. <laughs> the first Jim, the second Jim, or the third Jim? Jim. Use your imagination. As, as he clicks and points. Jim. First Jim? Jim is played Jim. by John Morasti. This gotcha. is his only acting credit. He's a retired Cree native Canadian hockey player. He played in a bunch of pro leagues such as KHL, CHL, AHL. So he played in Russia even. He's also a former boxer and a provincial gold gloves champ in 98 and 99 and currently an MMA fighter. I sense a bit of a, a pattern here. Then there's Jim. He's played by Brandon Nolan. <laughs> no, no, you have to do it. Jim, played by Brandon Nolan. An Ojibwe actor with a couple of other acting credits besides Shorzy. Brandon was also a hockey player drafted 72nd overall in 2001 by Victor's New Jersey Devils. Uh, But he only played a few games in the show for the Carolina Hurricanes in 2007-2008. He's also the son of former NHL player and coach Ted Nolan. So, interesting thing there. Ted Nolan was blacklisted blacklisted from the league for about 10 years. For being an amazing coach. But uh, right. not playing by the rules. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, you wonder why. And then finally, there's Jim. <laughs> He's played by Jordan Nolan. <laughs> Matt's taking a moment on that one. <laughs> Jordan Nolan is Brandon's brother. So he and Brandon are brothers. So they're both sons. I'm sorry, who's Brandon? Brandon was Jim number two. Jim number two. Jim, Brandon was Jim. And now we have Jim played by Jordan yeah, Nolan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim. <laughs> 
<laughs> He's also a former hockey player drafted by the LA Kings in the seventh round. Jordan has had the longest career uh, in the show than any of the other cast members. He played six seasons with the Kings, won two cups with them, played one season in Buffalo, and his last se- season was in uh, 2018, 2019 in St. Louis. Uh, Jordan is currently working for the Kings organization as a consultant. So there you go. Those are the three gyms. <laughs> I love their beauties. They are. They're, They're great. great. And I love how, uh, I mean, they do the, you know, the taking turns saying something, but it's always the third gym, Jordan Nolan, who has like a more eloquent line, you know, at the end, kind of like Boomtown did, you know, but a lot funnier, I think. Anyway, scene six, <laughs> uh, we're finally at Nat's house for the mingler. Nat and Meeg are in the kitchen discussing their new players. Uh, they're all out. Uh, the players are all outside on the patio around the grill. It's snowing. Meeg admits to finding Sanguinette cute. She asks if Nat is sweet on any of the players. You don't get sweet on sluts, you just take them down. Would you take any of them down? I'd take down a caribou if it meant bums and seeds. I think the caribou would have to take you down. Uh, Nat changes the subject. She says the players had better be talking about W's out there, <laughs> but they're not. They're making fun of Goody for saying he prefers popcorn chicken over popcorn shrimp. Uh, Goody says that chicken's unbelievable. Uh, back in the kitchen, the ladies are still discussing the logistics of taking down a caribou. You know what I mean, though, and that the caribou would have to take you down? Yep. Like, a human man could take down a caribou, but a woman couldn't, because with the caribou's, like... Anatomy. Yeah. The caribou... Well, the caribou would have to do all the work. And that changes the subject again. The guys had better been talk- better be talking about hockey out there, but they're not. Buzz, can we get in to go with the cheese for the burgers or what? Cider, that's some good-looking cuisine. Mine are chicken burgers. Well, you want to throw the singles on there now? Settle down. Like, you mean craft singles? Oh, you bro. Fromage crap. Yeah, I think it's a good time to throw the singles on now. No, shredded cheese is kind of more for tacos, I think. What, like, what are you talking, like a little Italian blend? Sanger, ever had gelato? Maybe a little Tex-Mex? Cool, Francis. Yeah, it's a bit fancy, but... You ever put singles on a taco, Nissan? Well, that's a good way to ruin a taco, Hitch. <laughs> One time out on the boat. Yeah. Look at Sanger with the singles here. Might even double single them, boys. It's fucking two single Sanger here now. Cockers are unbelievable. <laughs> Cut to the kitchen. The girls are talking about their next opponent, which is Timmins. Fucking Timmins, home of Shania Twain. Uh, then we hear the first English words coming out of Dolo's mouth that weren't wrapped uh, when he says, that don't impress me much. Then JJ uh, brings up Celine Dion. Dolo agrees. She's still the one. Timmins has a bunch of fucking Dutchmen. Uh, this sends Shorzy off on a du- uh, jag about Dutch players. We'll call this one the Miriam segment. Dutch last names are so fucking long in Dutch, they barely fit on the backs of their sweaters. They look fucking ridiculous. Klumpenhauer. Blankenbiller. DeBard Leyden. Schoengertner. Van Zander Mulen. Meester. Van Ben Schoten. The Solen Burgerstad. And of course, the Appledorns. Dutchmen always have tons of kids so they can help with chores on the farm. So, yes. Timmins has the eight previously mentioned Dutchmen. Klumpenhauer. Blankenbiller. DeBard Leyden. Schoengertner. Van Zander Mulen. Meester. Van Ben Schoten. Solen Burgerstad. And then, the Appledorns. Eight of them. Brothers. Big fuck off Dutch farm boys. <laughs> Later on, after everyone's done eating, Shorzy is about to leave for work when Zeig walks in with the new team's sweaters from their new sponsor. The Sudbury Blueberry Festival has become a massive tourist draw since its genesis 35 years ago. Blueberries are unbelievable. They've generated a ton of dough and they've graciously volunteered to help us pay for you sluts, so... Fruits, unbelievable. Blueberry Bulldogs? Your new sweaters. 
The Sudbury Blueberry Bulldogs. That's what's up. We're the Sudbury Blueberry Bulldogs? We get it, buddy. You learned how to read. That's fucking embarrassing. My man, it's Sudbury. Shut the fuck up, Sanguinette. Oh, but you pronounce it Sudbury Blueberry Bulldogs. Doesn't fucking matter. It's a fruit. May as well be called a fucking Sudbury Banana Bowl Bulldog. My man, just- Fucking Sudbury Nectarine Neapolitan Mastiffs. You ever had goji berries? It was this or fold, fucker. Go to work. Shorzy notices there isn't a C on his captain's jersey. He asks Zeke where the C is. Zeke responds with a, what's the point? This almost makes Shorzy cry. He leaves the party raving that this news had better not be out there already or he's going to hear about it. Cut to scene seven, cut to Shorzy at work, refing the high schoolers, and apparently the word got out. Hey Shorzy, I'm looking to whip up a nice fruit cocktail for my sweetie. You got any blueberries? Blueberry Bulldog sounds like a fruit snack, bud. Might as well be the Sudbury Sour Patch Kid. If you need any hand-picking fruit, there's eight apple dorms coming to town tomorrow and the Dutch know hard work. Honestly, bud, the Sudbury Passion Fruits would sound tougher. The Sudbury Honeydew Hounds. Take that championship pedigree straight to the Sioux and get pumped for another 19. You ought to take the Sudbury Coconut Corgis out for a test drive. Hey, look out, boys. Here come the Pink Lady Apple Pomeranians. What do you think of the Sudbury Watermelon Westie Poos? That'll get them real fired up. Where do I sign up for the Sudbury Avocado Australian Stumpy-Tailed Cattle Dogs? This is some very creative teenagers. Uh, the best part of that season, scene is that Shorzy just stands there and eats it. That's so fucking embarrassing, Shorzy. I know. Why do you think I'm eating it? Embarrassing. Hey, you know what's embarrassing, Cor? Your mom started an OnlyFans to try to make me jealous, and I haven't laughed that hard since Liam's mom tried the same thing. Fuck you, Shorzy. Fuck you, Liam. Your mom made me a mix CD with only three bands on it. Moist, The Wailers, and Wet, Wet, Wet. Fuck you, Shorzy. Well, if you can dish it out, you can take it, boys. I give your mom so much wood, they call my dick Beaver Lumber. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Production note. Beaver Lumber. Beaver Lumber. Beaver Lumber. It was a Canadian building supply chain of stores. It, they it be- really was. They began in 18... 18- Did you get your lumber there, Matt, from Beaver? <laughs> no, no. They don't exist anymore. Beaver it's Lumber. From Lowe. Lowe's, yeah. So they began in 1883 in Wolseley, Saskatchewan. They were once Canada's number four largest building supply chain before we had Home Depots or Lowe's. Yeah. Uh, we had Beaver Lumber. In 2000, they were bought up by Home Hardware. They've been rebranded oh, as right. Home Building Centers. So, yeah, there's no no more Beaver yeah. Lumber, sadly. Sad. Scene eight. Montage time. The hockey players hit Colson's after dinner at Nats. Uh, this time it's Goody, who has... His attention captured by the blonde on the dance floor. Same blonde as before. So production note, this time we have a name for said dancer. According to IMDb, this dancing girl's name is Alice. She's played by Carly Bolfon. And uh, this is her first acting credit. She's a Sudbury native and perhaps one of the examples of the impossible amount of good looking women in Sudbury. Um, Anyway, back to the episode. Goody and Alice are staring at each other, uh, staring each other down from across the bar. Once again, our old buddy, uh, Phil the recipient of Shorzy's last potty kiss, notices the crossbar flirtation and doesn't look happy. Bill walks up to Goody. He's much larger than Goody and he's got buddies. But then Goody is joined by Hitch and Dolo. The three hockey players remove their fake teeth to reveal themselves <laughs> as hockey players. Cut to the next scene where Phil Such and his buddies are lying unconscious on the floor with Goody. Hitch and Dolo standing over them. Nat witnesses the entire scene and seems pleased. That her new players are already acting like a team. Did you have something to say? Now, was it to show that they're hockey players or was it because they're friggin' expensive to oh, replace? And <laughs> yeah, they yeah. want to pop them out before the fight. It might be a little bit of both because he's looking I, at 
What's that? They're just, they're just excited. They're like, these guys are ballers and they're ready to throw down any time. And that's like, all right, let's go. Like, I don't think it was anything (laughs) other than we're ready to go. Yeah. I think it's a psych out move, you know, remove you picked a fight with the wrong guys. It's kind of like the, the, the equivalent of a black woman removing her, her earrings before (laughs) fighting. (laughs) I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Not sure that's PC, but okay. Uh, I've seen it a bunch of times. Hey, didn't, didn't that guy look like, um, the big show? Uh, a little bit, a little bit, not quite as big, but he's been in a lot of stuff. I think I covered yeah. that in the previous episode. Yeah. But just his face, he just looks like the big show. Yeah. Scene nine, the mont- montage continues, but now we're behind Shorzy walking toward the ice for their first game together against Timmons. Shorzy walks past his new teammates to take the ice and they join him and we fade to black. All right. That's the episode. Uh, I mean, a lot of that was just giving background on the actors, but uh, you get you guys get the gist. So, Matt, we'll start with you. Your first impressions on this one. Yeah, I think that's the deepest we've gone in any episode we've ever done before we've even gotten to the reviews. And I appreciate right. it. Yeah. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought it was a great episode. There mm-hmm. was so much going on. Um, there was a, cu- a couple things I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hammer right away. So the so yeah, so mm-hmm. or whatever he says. So, yeah, so. I had. I had no idea what the fuck he was saying. Mm-hmm. And I've watched this multiple times until I don't remember someone on, on Twitter commented and then you added to it. I'm like, I get it now. Mm-hmm. Now I hear it, but mm-hmm. I couldn't hear it. I'm like, why what the fuck is he keep saying? It was driving me crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, big sexy. <laughs> I love big sexy. Why does he have a parrot? I love that he has a parrot, <laughs> but of all animals, it's ma- that I could every time. Fucker. I love it. I could hear that on repeat. Oh, I, you do that really I, well. If we do a table read for Jersey, you've got to be big sexy because that was perfect. That was awesome. <laughs> it it killed me, man. I'm like, that is so brilliant. But there's just there, there's so great. I think they did a fantastic job introducing these characters, mm-hmm. right? Like right out of the gate. I think, like I said, it set the tone for the episode with Dolo showing where his background. I love that you filled in the, the blanks mm-hmm. on these guys, especially the Dolo story. Um, that that's it's a fucked up story, but I'm so glad that they held him true. And I also feel like the point that they, that you said a lot of these guys are basically playing versions of themselves Mm -hmm. probably made their shift into acting as a first credit, a lot easier too. So like, just be you. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and it worked out and paid in spades. Um, I I have to say the one guy I was most impressed with, and I I don't remember all the credits you said, I don't think he had had any was, was goody. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Goody is an MMA fighter and, and MMA uh, fighter. But mm-hmm. from an acting perspective, I think he delivered, especially that bar scene. There's the looks that he's giving in there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this guy's got chops. Don't fuck with him. I don't know. There's something about him I, I like a lot. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I'm excited to see. As I think uh, Kiso is playing it safe, keeping their lines short. I mean, Goody basically all he's doing is saying sticks are unbelievable, chickens unbelievable, yeah, yeah. like all oh, that's all he's just saying. I, how, you're not. You're not wrong. Yeah. But, but, yeah, and settle down. He, yeah, those are like his two big lines. Yeah, settle down. But I, but I enjoy the characters. Yeah. Um, I think that they they bring a lot to the show. The goodies unreal. Um, I got I got to go techno for a second. There, mm-hmm. This is where I know we, when we had Butchery mm-hmm. on, and um, he's talked about giving us different flavors. We're seeing some of that now. Mm-hmm. Um, there's two particular shots in this show that that really stood out to me. One was the uh, where they call their moms. Mm-hmm. That scene. So let's let's first say that scene was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's that shot right into there where they're actually on the phone and mm-hmm. and Shorzy's up in the in the forefront with sort of a profile shot. Yeah, yeah. And they're all in the background. It's a very kind of different look. Yeah. 
I loved it. Mm-hmm. I, 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 as soon as that hit the screen, I, from a production standpoint, I got very happy and I'm like, I just wanted that to carry out mm-hmm. the other one, which is now, and I will say across letter Kenny lore is probably one of my favorite scenes ever is the gym scene. That scene mm-hmm. absolutely in the, slayed in the prison yard. Yeah. In the prison yard mm-hmm. from not, not even just the content, the, the, the positioning of the shot, mm-hmm. um, I thought it was just there. It was just perfect symmetry and everything that was going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, it made me happy. Mm-hmm. As soon as that one hit, I'm like, I could just watch this. And then you add the dialogue mm-hmm. and Kiso's delivery mm-hmm. of Shorzy with the little snaps and, and the banter. <laughs> I just, yeah. I wanted the gym scene to just, you could give me a whole episode of them just talking about that. And right. I probably would have been happy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I applaud them on every goddamn level for that scene because that was bloody brilliant. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and then there's some other things like, again, that was, that was, a, I have Duotang written on here because <laughs> Eliza, <laughs> we got to skip over that. Um, Cause we've already slayed that one. Um, and I don't want to take everything. The Laura Moore chat. Amazing. I, I agree with what we talked about already. Uh, and the blueberry bulldogs. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> this this and, and I'll let you guys do your, your banter about this a bit more too. But what I loved about this is this is this crew's ability to never miss an opportunity, right? There's so much going on, um, but the little details are what really send these shows over the top and their ability to say, hey, let's change the damn team name and have some fun with that has created a whole new layer of comedy in this six episode show and i'm so glad they did it and it paid off in spades so um no all in all th- this was this was just fun mm-hmm. I, and 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 i can't wait to see what's next so this is this is a blast okay uh, i don't disagree some of my favorite things big sexy of course shorzy's pet is a parrot <laughs> and of course shorzy spent time teaching his parrot how to say tit fucker of course that's it makes so so much sense and though the parrot could have taught him. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's possible. Uh I, I love the interaction with with him and the sluts. Uh big fan of Dolo, uh throwing French in all the time. Like it just between yes. and between him and, and JJ, uh it, it kind of adds a well, I mean, it adds a, a level of complexity though, too, if you're watching with subtitles on, because often the French fall be, behind the subtitles and then you you don't get what they're saying. But uh it's great and uh I like that dynamic. Um, and that Chorzy is fully bilingual, obviously. Yeah, and Chorzy understands everything that yeah. Um he's so almost crying when when there was no C on the sweater. Like again, like <laughs> the, the the fact that he's willing to like Shorzy's gonna cry on you know, at the drop of a dime. Uh, it's it's great. And uh and the Laura Moore scene. I mean, <clears throat> that one there is a pantheon scene for me. Like it, between Shorzy and Letter Kenny, if I were to list my top favorite scenes, that one goes right up to one or two, one or one A between uh relationships and this one i don't know i'd have to watch relationships and again to see which one's better but um it's it's so well written and acted and just everything about it tight victor yeah we want more laura for sure Mm -hmm. uh uh, but you know what i'll say this um this is not a put down in any way on letter kenny Mm because we love letter kenny this is the letter, Kenny, that I've been w- waiting for okay. for the last 11 years okay. or 11 seasons. <laughs> you know, like I was saying, I thought when I first started watching Letter, Kenny, I thought mm-hmm. it was a show about hockey in a mm-hmm. small town. And it ended up being uh, a show about hicks and, and, and hicks and freaks and all that kind of stuff. But uh, it, 
this, I mean, so that's number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, uh, the reason we've talked so much about this episode, I think more than any other episode in the Letterkenny universe, this has been the most complete, complex episode ever. I mean, there was so much going on there. Mm-hmm. It felt like almost like a like a one hour special, mm-hmm. and but in a good way, not because it dragged on, just because so much happened. There wasn't a single throwaway. Like you know, a typical formula for most Letter Kenny episodes is there's one main storyline and mm-hmm. a couple of stragglers, maybe a couple of just go- there's a, usually at least one just for no reason. Let's yeah. have you know like a, a a little commercial break. There's none of that. Right. Every scene. The, the whole thing was just a carefully constructed, um, uh, uh, a, just a beautiful canvas that every, there was everything on there just fit perfectly together. And it just continued to build and continue to uh, un, un, uncover itself and mm-hmm. introduce you to more of the characters. Every scene was brilliant. Like, mm-hmm. yes, that scene in, 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 in Shorzy's apartment. Oh my God, that was so beautiful. <laughs> the layers of, audio the sound mm-hmm. the sound mm-hmm. yeah composition right. of yeah. that scene it wasn't just the, the sound composition with the the, the timing of big sexy yeah. chirping yeah uh just at the right just the timing of it, it was so perfect like it was controlled chaos and we're going from so english going to on. french and and then yeah, english big to, sexy it was and, perfect. yeah 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 it was it was a sound editing uh, mm-hmm. uh, like at its best, mm-hmm. it, 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 and that's just one scene. Every yeah. scene, that scene that you know at the prison, that could have been like in the Fargo movie, like the you know yeah. not like you know it 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 just it was incredible. Like mm-hmm. every scene in this episode from the beginning yeah. to the very end was just stellar. There's just it was flawless. There was okay. nothing that I would have said. Hey, you guys. You know, could have you know upped your game here. Yeah. It was perfect. The dialogue was perfect. The camera work was perfect. The the sound was perfect. The acting was perfect. Even though there are a bunch of no nobody actors, though yeah. somebody uh, uh, you know hockey players. But it, it, I don't know. It was just each character is so interesting. It's going to be interesting for the MVPs. Mm-hmm. Each character really brought their their A game and mm-hmm. had something like we could go one by one talking about each character and what they brought to the episode. Mm -hmm. And there would be something interesting to say about each one. Um, I I thought this was unbelievable. Probably one of the best Letterkenny universe episodes Mm -hmm. uh, ever easily in my top five. Um, just, just brilliant. Okay. But uh, I mean, I'm going to put you down as undecided Victor, um, before, (laughs) before we move on to Matt or to, to Tanya, just quick question to you, Matt, because I, you've said in the past how you don't, always appreciate the montage scenes and in this one here the montage spans over two scenes like the the musical montage slow motion what did you think i loved it yeah okay it's i mean there's enough storytelling in it to but that's but that's so that's the difference i think other and and letter kenny we've talked before that wasn't always story driven so Mm -hmm. there was elements that connected but there was a lot of just different independent pieces happening Mm -hmm. shorzy is setting the stage for a continuous story so it made sense and they didn't feel forced mm-hmm. um and over the top so no i think the the they were very well placed within this episode because yeah like victor said there's a ton of dialogue a ton of content going on very well written they took a moment to sit back and just let the scene tell itself amongst all of this brilliance i no, I, I I think it was perfect for mm-hmm. what they for how they use that dynamic. And and the other quick point to that is, you know, again, Victor, you just said these are newer actors. 
um, and, and Al, you comment as well, giving them less dialogue actually allows them to shine in a space that they're not mm-hmm. overly confident yet in. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you give them too much, it could feel uncomfortable and it could feel forced and, and, you know, but they're, they're just letting them be themselves. And, and, and when you don't have to say anything and just yeah. do, yeah. um, it, it can come across well. So I think they're using them brilliantly, um, early on and allowing them to build their acumen and their, um, and their, and their on-screen presence. To me, the most, uh, naturally delivered dialogue by the sluts were, were the French lines by Dolo. Like <laughs> I feel like, the- which is, with, yeah, I, and, and what's interesting about the French thing, and, and this caught me right away, I, I, you know, and, and anyone uh, who may not know, obviously, or, or we know, Canada is bilingual country. Mm-hmm. There are two national languages, English and French. We're actually required by law to present a, a lot of content, especially written material mm-hmm. in both languages. It's, yeah. it's just common with anything to do with marketing stuff. It's like it always has to be so I feel like this with Shorzy, it's another example of them highlighting things that are truly Canadian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we wouldn't ask a French person to speak. I mean, we do, but you know, like they're, they're celebrating their heritage, mm-hmm. their language and that you just speak your language. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, and, and then putting the indigenous people very front and center of this episode as well. Very big um, that, that, that we need more of. And, and yeah. I think they're really highlighting a, a, few, a few very Canadian things mm-hmm. that, that exists right now and in, in, in Shorzy and I love it. Excellent. Ten. Tic Tac. Victor has the, a the ingredients on these Tic Tacs, which they sell in the States as well, are in English and French. Yeah. So. Everything. Yeah. If it's not, there is actually like you can be fined huge if you release uh products product, yeah. and material well, in Canada. It wouldn't be allowed oh, to sure. release, yeah. For sure. Yeah. My turn. Yeah. All right. Why are you looking at my notes? No, I was uh, checking the stream chat. Ah, gotcha. All right. So, so much to unpack. Holy Hannah. Um, Victor is totally right. I agree with you full heartedly. This feels like it's an hour. Like there was so much packed into the the small episode that it was that uh, really to look at all the, 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 the components of it. Holy, it's just so much to unpack. So mm-hmm. uh, where to begin there. Uh, so. I have to say a like a plus plus the dialogue, the banter, the, 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 um, the conversations between each and every, um, um, section of the episode was so on point. Like I found, um, you know, when they were in the office and, uh, Nat and, uh, who was it? Was it Zeke or Meeg? I, I, I don't know who's who. what you want to say. Yeah. Z, Z was the one's always uh, tripping breaking, at Shorzy. Breaking Shorzy's yeah. balls. Yeah, like Z. she was on him and, and kept him, um, you know, I, I, I loved that part. I love how Nat and, um, Shorzy interact with each other. I love how Shorzy and, um, the slots, I guess we're calling them, uh, <laughs> interact with each other. Um, Shorzy and Laura, uh, like so many wonderful, wonderful lines. Um, you know, I'd be so good to you. Loved that line so much when he said that to her. Um, and you know, um, the, the, uh, Newfie saying, you know, come where you're at and him saying, (laughs) did you just have a stroke? Like I loved those lines. They, they were just so, um, so wonderful. So a few things that I need to ask, and again, I know this isn't a safe place, but I need to ask them anyways, regardless of that. Um, Judgment free zone. Don't worry. I, I wasn't quite totally 
sure what was happening. Are they building a new team or just, is this well, just like improving. addition to yeah, they're, uh, what adding, they already had? They're adding to their existing team. Um, they're, yeah. They they already replaced one. Yeah. Right. <laughs> because. Um, so oh, the they goal, had the goal, a team. Michaels, Michaels uh, they yeah. had a team. They got rid of the coach, but then they brought in six. Oh, sorry. For, uh, how yes. many people? Four, five, six, seven, seven people. So some people probably, you know, got benched or, or got, you know, thrown out off the team. Yeah. Okay. So it's well, not well, a. They have a they have a new coach. Yeah. So yeah, this is what I didn't understand. And this is what I was going to ask Victor, because you are now like the star of the, (laughs) he's our SME. He's our subject matter. You know, everything about hockey. So I'm going to ask, so like, so they have a new name. Is that allowed mid season? And then are they allowed to just get rid of the coach and do whatever they add new players, like switch it on up. And, Mm -hmm. and now we're going to be called the blueberry bulldogs. Can that happen? Um, In well, a- I mean, to, yes, yeah, to an extent. I mean, that happens anyway, right? I mean, the, the the Phoenix Coyotes used to be the Phoenix Coyotes. Now they're the Arizona Coyotes because mm-hmm. uh, they don't they don't actually play anywhere near Phoenix, yeah. uh, and they actually never did to begin with. They played yeah. in a city called Glendale. Yeah, yeah um, team so- Team USA became the uh, uh, USA Ducks at one point. That was that was cool. Yeah. Yeah, names names change all the time in, all right. in many many sports. Uh, they both the nick the nicknames change, and sometimes the city name changes, um, right? So uh, you have you know in in the states you had the stupid idiotic uh, um, uh, Redskins that that became just to spite the fact that they don't want to use the name anymore. Now they're the the football team, the mm-hmm. the, the the Washington Football. No, I think they have a new name now, but I forget. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah or is it the 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 idiots? What is it? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but yeah. And then <laughs> yeah. for the, the mighty ducks of Anaheim became, or the Anaheim mighty ducks became the mighty ducks of Anaheim. And they, they switched that you know, back and forth. It, and it was the mighty ducks. Of oh, Anaheim thanks Jeff. It so it's the Washington the commanders now. So the Washington commanders. Po- yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And, 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 and it was the Cleveland Indians that mm-hmm. became the, uh, what are the saviors? The guardians. Or what are they? The guardians. guardians yeah. <laughs> yeah anyway. All right. So that but now, now, now we just need to knock down the Blackhawks, but not normally during its season, but uh, to awesome's point in the chat, when it's a sponsor involved, sponsors can do whatever they they, help, they want. Yeah, so. they can yeah. just switch no, it no. off. Because it's, it's almost like it's a game. whole new team. Well, but they were the Bulldogs before. Now they're just the Blueberry Bulldogs. That's all. They're, so yeah. they're still. They, the, yeah, it's like you're making it too dramatic. Yeah, you're, okay. it's not. They're not a new team. It's just all the players are still there. One of the players became a coach. Yeah. Um. You know the other. The, you know the, the, the other players will become the janitors and stuff like that. <laughs> exactly. But, so they're just yeah. They're and just got the gym, gym, gym. Yeah. Gotcha. And gotcha. it happens in the real league all the time. They call up uh, players from the minor from the Bush leagues yeah. to come and, uh, you know, people get injured and whatever. It's normal. It's, it's, it's all good. Uh, the other thing that I was kind of stuck on the JJ Frankie JJ, the last time we saw him there, there was bad blood. Like we were in the parking lot and yeah. they were waiting for him to so, come out. If I had anything negative to say for the first time I watched this now, now I've watched it again and I'm, 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 I've noticed a few things. So I was a little disappointed in that there was really no huge follow between JJ and Shorzy. Uh, there was no room for it. There was too much going on already. Mm-hmm. In the episode. Right. There's no time in the episode, but I mean, still like uh, Shorzy tried to break his leg and you know what I mean? There was no real follow. So, but what I've noticed though, especially in the flashbacks in this episode to to the letter, the 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 championship game where Shorzy's chirping uh, JJ, 
JJ's not really reacting too much. And we're seeing JJ, he doesn't say much. And he's, he's always got kind of this empty expression. Like maybe he's not too bright and maybe he's, he's just too dumb to be offended or, or angry too long. You know what I mean? Like it, he has his priorities. He's there for the girls. Yeah. Like he's not going to be distracted by this nonsense. I don't care why I'm there though. If somebody tried to like break my leg, I'd be pretty pissed. Especially, well, you know. that's why they don't call you JJ Frankie JJ. <laughs> I think, yeah, he laughs. So, so Casey's right. Like uh, and during that, one of the trips, he's laughing at, at Shorzy. So it's like, he, it rolls off his back, but I feel like, and I mean, uh, he doesn't because say he knows much. that there's a nice girl waiting for him after the game. He doesn't care. Yeah. I, I just think he's not very bright, but anyway, I was a little disappointed that there was very, very lack of, there's lack there of was follow. no like, yeah, there's no confrontation. There was nothing. Yeah. It was there's like, it didn't episodes. even happen. So, there, there's four more episodes. Something might happen. Maybe. You never know. We'll see. Anyway. And, and Hey, it's, it's, it's all, it happens all the time. Sometimes Lex Luthor and Superman have to work together to defeat Brainiac. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, man. <laughs> okay. oh, Victor, you had well, you had a lot of rest today. Yeah. Yeah. That lunch, somebody said, somebody often. in the chat actually said Victor went to the spa today. <laughs> <laughs> no curmudgeons tonight. Oh, man. oh gosh. So awesome. Um, Next question. Why are we always visualizing um, people having sex with animals? Like, <laughs> wait, I knew you were going to bring this up. Like, I feel like that's the caribou, a thing. Is, the caribou like, is the new ostrich. It's the caribou is the new ostrich. Did you just call it the care bear? Caribou. Caribou. Oh, Cari- okay. Caribou. <laughs> caribou is having sex with people. Um, and I just thought that that was interesting that mm-hmm. we've got a new animal mm-hmm. uh, people relationship um, that. You know, we, we, we're visualizing to see how would that work and, uh, could it Wait, happen? Did you, you just said we like the Royal we as if we're all, I said all of us, all of us are visualizing it now because they stick it in your head. Mm. Right. And we also have, well, a, do they stick it in your head? They kind of stick it in your head. They come back to it a couple of times. Like the, the oh, ladies yeah, are on the inside and they're in the kitchen oh. and they're like, you know, well, really you wouldn't take on the caribou. The caribou would take on you. You know what I mean? And then, and then, and then oh, you're like, Oh yeah, I kind of know what you mean. That would have to have to happen. And the, anyways, so I visualized, anyway. um, I'll, I'll check a YouTube video on that later. Don't check um, <laughs> I'll get a text after the show. Yeah, <laughs> It will happen. I've, I've figured it out. Um, okay. So, uh, Trace, uh, this is a oh, shout out to you, my up. friend. We have a hand up. This is, this is rare. Hold on. Oh, Eliza. Eliza All right. We have a hand up. Guys, I feel so bad, but I've been like away from work for like four days now, and today was my first day back, and I'm just so tired. So I'm gonna go to bed. Okay, before you go, you jump. Before you go, give us. You go. Give us. Give us your rating. Before you go, give us your rating. Give us. Yeah. Okay, my rating tonight is definitely a fresh. Okay. I loved it just because. Okay, the whole not calling your parents thing mm-hmm. my whole childhood like <laughs> and, and last week uh, and so last do you week. still call your mom when you go out yes no okay so not calling my parents like my mom had a whistle because we didn't have a phone because i'm like young like old enough to not have a phone when i was a kid mm-hmm. 
Did all the neighborhood dogs come running? (laughs) (laughs) But no, we had a specific pattern that she would blow under her whistle. I love that. My sister to come home because we could hear it from the park near our house. You know what, Eliza? I just called Al the other day. We were in a grocery store. (laughs) We were at the Costco. And a whistle doesn't work. And like, so we have uh, the sound of a crow. So we go, caw, caw. And, and so if you hear a caw, caw in a store, it's me calling the whole Al. store turned around. Who's the crazy woman? Who's the crazy woman? It totally, total truth. That totally that, happens. That's your safe word as well. But, but it, it, it works. It, it so works. It worked because I knew she was you, trying to get my attention because no one else would ever yeah, fucking do that. No, no one, would, uh, no one would do that. Me, I'd do that. I make that sound enough. I'd probably react to it. Oh my god! Yeah, no one makes that sound. So I was prepared for tonight. I'm just too tired. Okay, Uh, take a picture of that and put it in a DM. Yeah, and before put it in a dual tang and then send it to us. Well, last thing, game stick. Who do you who do you give the game stick to? The MVP. Sanguinette. Sanguinette. Nice. Guaranteed. Yeah. Okay. All right. You are dismissed. You can go to bed. Thank you guys. Bye guys. Thank you, Eliza. Good night, Eliza. Good night, Eliza. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> we're bailed oh on twice gosh. the same night. Yeah. She's <laughs> the sweetest thing ever. Well, we have we, we, we have gone a little long because that the, that recap uh, involved so many bios. So Matt. There was a lot. Oh, uh, oh you're not done. Go ahead. Sorry. Get off my Nick. <laughs> um I want to say this whole long last names flipping back and forth from uh, uh, Nat the and Dutch Z team. Yeah. And, and the, the hockey players out by the barbecue. Mm-hmm. Um, they're in different areas, but they were talking about the same thing and they were flipping back and I knew, forth. I on knew the, you would nitpick at yeah, that. I, I, I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. You're talking about her nitpicking on things, Victor. Really? 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 really. <laughs> What did I pick at this episode? Not this one, but in many, many other cases. Yeah. I don't know hundred other episodes you've um, been Yeah. You haven't found a, a, a knit you didn't, you didn't like picking. I just thought that that was like. <laughs> that sounds so I drunk when I said that. that one. <laughs> yeah. I noticed it, Tanya. I noticed it. But I just, I, I just, if the, if, the, let it go. if the women had have like said something in order to, to like, a, like to tie it well, in as to the reason the why day, they were saying the, the last names as well as the guys. Al mentioned the other day that one of his favorite movies or favorite Cusack movies is uh, High Fidelity. And yeah. what does he do in that movie? He breaks the fourth wall, mm-hmm. he's talking to the camera, <laughs> and at the same time, he's talking to his friends at the store. So, you know what? Sometimes you just got to let it go. Wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> no, no. Was I just trying to let it go by Victor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my. I'm going cl- to clip that and use it like in every episode from now on. Wowza. <laughs> what else you got? Um... Yeah, cheese on chicken melted on the barbecue. I, I, I have not done that. Why not burgers, chicken burgers? Yes, chicken. I haven't done that. But it's like field parmesan, isn't that basically the same thing? In the oven, not on the barbecue. I don't know. I think you're really picking at Nick's. No, 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 no. That was just like it was a comment. It was a comment. It was a comment. You're like, like, no. Oh, that's where I left off, Trace. I was thinking about Trace because I was, I was really paying attention, Trace. And when the song and the montage came on, I was like, oh yeah, I can see it. 
And I really enjoyed the montage. So there was like a lot packed into that song. Oh, okay. Yeah. And and them coming onto the ice and coming together as as a team, a mm-hmm. new team, and taking the the ice. And so I just thanks to Trace's episode, you're now paying more attention. I'm to paying the more attention, yeah. and I'm I'm appreciating them, and I really really enjoyed it. Okay. So um, and sticks are fantastic. You have to, and and I had it in my notes. You you touched on it earlier. You have to eat them over the bowls. That's the only way to eat them. Um, That's ridiculous. It is so true. Amateur hour. It's so true. Anyways, I'm just, I'm loving Shorzy. I'm loving his, his eyes are open and I just feel more connected to him. And Mm -hmm. I'm so glad that there's deeper um, um, character to him and not just the whole chirping. I'm really digging him. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. All right. So let's, let's move. We've got to speed up here. Ratings. Matt, what do you give this episode? Uh, it's a hands down. It's a beauty. Uh, is, it, is that what we're going with? No, I mean, we're, I, I, we're, we didn't we're sticking really to our it. rating yeah. system. Thank you, though. <laughs> so it's, it's a fresh. A beauty. It's a, yeah, it's a beauty. Mm-hmm. It was. It's how can it not be? Mm-hmm. It's it's a top five, and I'll use what letter uh, what Victor Letter Kenny Universe mm-hmm. across the board episode. They just did such brilliant things. Um, I just it made me very happy. So yeah. Okay. Uh I I agree. It's a fresh it's a fresh episode for me too and uh for all the reasons you guys mentioned. Victor? It's a Gordy Howe fresh hat trick. Wow. Yep. No doubt about it. Okay, Tanya, it's to you. Huh? <laughs> well done. Right? Well done. Right? But you didn't ask a Look question up, first. Yeah, she didn't ask the question. Yeah, you oh, have to ask fuck. You have right. to ask a question and I appreciate your effort though. I'll try next time. <laughs> For sure. And say, who me? Ha- <laughs> hands down. Hands, hands down. Fresh. Oh my god. All right. We have our first unicorn of Shorzy. Oh my god. Oh my god. I regret nothing. Excellent. So let's get back up to the top. Matt, who do you give your game stick to? Um, as much as I love all the new introductions, this one goes to Shorzy. He delivered in so many epic scenes. And, but if you want to summarize it down to two, Mm. it's the Laura Morris scene and Mm -hmm. the gym Mm -hmm. scene. Mm -hmm. Like those are top level scenes Mm -hmm. from the letter verse and letter verse. And, and, and and (laughs) it's, it's a Shorzy all day on this one. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go, uh, off script a bit here because I have a feeling that Laura Moore is going to become the tennis for Shorzy. Uh, and, uh, I really enjoyed that scene with her. And so, and I love her reaction and her playfulness with, with, uh, with Shorzy. So I'm going to give it to her. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm a little smitten. She's, she's yeah. awesome. Her, her, her laugh in response mm-hmm. to him yeah. was so yeah. just on point mm-hmm. and, and so and genuine. Cute. I yeah. loved it. Yeah. yeah. So genuine is mm-hmm. the best way to describe mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Victor, how about you? Yeah, well, even though you DJs are thinking I'm probably going to give it to the bird, uh, I'm not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm I'm going to give it uh, to uh, also uh, probably off the board a bit uh, because I think I want to let these new characters marinate a bit and mm-hmm. and see what they kind of they bring and how they how they develop. But I'm going to give it to Nate because I feel like she's the Ooh, female Nat Nat. Oh, Nat, sorry, no, not Nat. Neat? 
Who's neat? Meeg. Meeg. Oh, Meeg. I thought God you said you neat. Meeg. I heard, I heard Nate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Each of you heard something different. Yeah, I know. I heard, <laughs> I heard Nate. It's too, like an but... ink blot. <laughs> <laughs> so Meeg. That's interesting. That more about you. Please, about please explain. Yeah, please explain. Because she is like the female version of Sanguinette, and they're, they're going to get together. Mm-hmm. They're clearly going to, they're smitten with each other. They're going to get She's together. She's so cute, man. I mm-hmm. thought that scene with the buffalo uh, or the, the caribou. The caribou. Um, buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> it was a caribou, right? Yeah. Um, uh, I that scene, like she was perfect in it. Like mm-hmm. the way that just her physical acting, how she was looking, the way she was delivering lines. Uh, it, I, it, it, that's what made that scene more interesting than it needed, than it could have been. Um, otherwise it's just, a, you know, people talking on a patio about uh, chicken legs or, or nuggets or whatever. Right. <laughs> uh, I, I, that, that interlude there, the, the, the interchange and then Tanya's issue with the whole, how they, how can they read each other's mind? <laughs> <laughs> that was, I thought, I thought she, she really nailed that scene. And overall, every time she's in the scene, I want to see more of her okay. that I'm more interested interested in her out of the three interesting Between, yeah so so I, I really liked her and i i think she's going to continue to develop and be an interesting character and be like the the uh, the female uh, version of sanguinette aaron wanted you to give it to to jim <laughs> yeah I, no that, that that's what that yeah that's that. That would have been a good one. That's that would have been a good one. Yeah, <laughs> for, for it was yeah. perfect for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that would have been good. It was all teed up. Yeah, Ten. It was. What do you do this to? Um, you know what? I, I'd be good to you. I, Shorzy, all the way. Like, oh my gosh, this guy, fantastic, mm-hmm. absolutely, hands down. I just, I love every single. Uh, scene he was in and I just I I just I loved it yeah. loved it is it safe to say this is to me, at least it was for me this is the episode where Shorzy went from being a dickhead to yeah. being a level of charming and, mm-hmm. and layers to him like you so we saw a whole different version of him mm-hmm. he didn't do today. a single dick move in that likable not a single all the dick way no, yeah no, likable right, right. all the yeah. way mm-hmm. like yeah. he really they, really they was really made well, uh, other than telling sanguine continuously telling him to shut the fuck up no no but that's endearing that doesn't yeah. count yeah. even yeah. when on the ice with the teenagers mm-hmm. he, like, i was just was, gonna say there wasn't a single scene where he acted like a dick mm-hmm. and yeah. he was taking the chirps mm-hmm. from the teenagers because he yeah. knew he he needed to eat it mm-hmm. Yeah. It was perfect. Yeah, they set they set him up as likable, so it doesn't matter yeah. what they do from here on. Mm-hmm. We'll yeah. remember he can be likable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he's now yeah. a baby face. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if That's they'll turn the him, eh? If man. they'll turn him into this, like back to the, <laughs> the yeah, yeah. Is this a Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde thing? Uh, we'll see. Well, we'll mm-hmm. see. All right, uh, top five. So uh, uh, you know, we've only got two episodes to compare it to each other. Matt, uh, last week's episode uh, was your number, number one. one. This is number one. This is number one now. Okay, uh, I agree. It's my number one as well, Victor. I've been marinating, and this is now my number no- number one. Uh, uh, Letterverse episode. Period. So uh, the the consensus in the live stream is that we should be considering calling this the Kisoverse. The uh, Kisoverse. No, no, no. I, I like Letterverse. 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 Yeah. Kiso because Kiso is fourth wall, mm-hmm. right? Because we're they're supposed to be in their character. Oh. Yeah, yeah, in their characters. Mm-hmm. And there's no I Kiso would, in the Letterverse, but there's a Shorzy and there's a yeah. Wayne. But I would no second Kiso. that. And we make the rules because it's our show. Right. Okay. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> what about the Kenny verse? No. Okay. All right. So we'll move on. Uh, Tanya, is it what? Where does this rank? Yeah. So. 
Um, <laughs> it ranks number one, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That's what I figured. Uh, love your aggression. All right. Cool. I love your <laughs> this is great. I love it. So we're going to move on here. So I uh, just got a bunch of uh, cold open bracket results to give out. So uh, t- uh, Katie's Big Tarts, big winner over the sock hop yarn, 105 to 36. Uh, eight beers uh, lost to toilet talk. Of course, yeah. by a fine, fine one point one vote. Dude, one this vote. Was a, that was my vote. I'm happy to Whoa. say that was my vote. No, I think it, it might have been close. Jeff McHen- McHenry's vote because I think he voted for himself. So <laughs> oh uh, definitely, uh, five point one five inches beats out babies aren't aren't smart. Eighty seven fifty four. Uh, that one could have gone either way for me anyway, but, uh, okay. Uh, $25 steak dinner loses to tarps off boys. The OG uh, cold open 97, steak dinner, 97 to 61. God, I love steak dinner. That is like my all time favorite. I was really hoping that that was going to win. It was, it was tough, but at the end, in the end, it's the OG. Like it's the one that most people got turned on to letter Kenny with uh, tarps off. Steak dinner was hilarious. This one here was crazy. Moist versus Roberta Bondar. So Roberta Bondar came like opened with a huge lead and then Moist caught up and they tied. So and exactly tied at the end of uh, 24 hours. They were tied. 86. Wasn't it tied at like 180 votes or 186 yeah, like votes a, or something? A, a, like, I forget how many votes. A crazy number of votes. 86 apiece. So at, at first I was like, what do I do? I thought I'd do like a coin flip or whatever. But then somebody in the DM group said, no, you should just do a sudden death one hour uh, overtime. So that's what I did. I set up a new poll for one hour. And again, it was like neck and neck right into the end. I believe Roberta Bondar finally pulled away near the end. Well, that's fucking Bondar right yeah, there. Yeah. So Bondar for prime minister. She came out on top. So eighty-seven, eighty-six for Roberta Bondar over you Moist. You should use that as a PSA for every election going forward. <laughs> I, I, every vote counts. Yes. And I don't. I, I, I apologize. I, don't, I know some made the comment that this is way more exciting than it should be. <laughs> really, it's and, true. So many and, people. And I'm, like, I'm with you. I'm like when I say these close ones, I'm like literally, I'm yeah. working and I'm like I have it on standby, <laughs> refreshing my screen. I'm like, who's in the lead? No, yeah. I need to. I need to coax votes. This yeah, is going yeah. the wrong way. There's a lot of yeah. There's a lot of lobbying going on. It's, <laughs> It's hilarious. It's hilarious. How you guys have a full-time job and still keep up. I have no idea. Work for a better company. All right. The Hickoff. <laughs> the Hickoff won easily over Crepes in the Barn, 8733. Uh, and uh, Beecher December. Beecher Dick December beat out Derry versus Dan, 7545. So uh tidy win there. And the one that's current currently going on right now, take the dirt road 44. Angie's accent 15. This was earlier on. Uh, I know the scores are a little higher now, but so far it looks like takes the dirt road takes this is going to win. This one I disagree with. I think there's, I think there's people, people hear anal jokes and they're like, ha 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 ha. (laughs) But they're, they're, they're not, they're, they're not, it's, it's, well, it's basically, I said it's attention's paid the sequel. It is. Sequels are rarely Mm -hmm. as even on par with their OG. And I think, yeah. Uh, the the there's, uh, there's only one Godfather too. What to, yeah. what what tipped me <laughs> what tipped the scales for this one for me were, was the use of the uh, of the baked goods as as, as props. So I yeah, thought, it, I was, thought it was and it's, it was a great. Yeah. No, these are all great. At mm-hmm. this point. Yeah, the for 32 sure. round, they're all great, yeah. but. It's just fun to watch. All right. Uh, then we move on to a little bit of news that just happened today. Actually, pretty exciting. Uh, Crave has announced they have picked up Letter Kenny for season twelve. 
So ah, uh, we, we all, we're all waiting on pins and needles for when season 11 is going to drop. Cause we know that it's, it's already been shot in the can. So that should happen anytime. They this. announced Shorzy season two yet. They have not announced Shorzy yet. Um, right. But, but this is the first time we've heard that of, of, of a season 12 and Crave has said we're, we're doing Shorzy or letter Kenny season 12. So that's exciting news. I wonder when they'll shoot that. Um, hopefully, you know, scripts have been written and maybe they'll, maybe they'll shoot a winter, uh, season. Maybe they'll shoot it, you know, in November, like they've done in the past. So they need letter Ken to go on <laughs> vacation. <laughs> oh, good one. Yeah. Or, you know, just letter Kenny Wayne and, and, uh, and the Hicks in Toronto, you know, come to the city. Right. That'd go, be kind of fun. Go somewhere different. Come just, to the city. Yeah. Like pig, like pig in the city. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we have some lis- listener comments. Uh, I listened to the interview. This is the Bradley Trudeau interview and I thought it was great. Bradley is a very down to earth guy and I'm lucky enough to consider him my friend. That's from our buddy, Billy Buttry. Uh, thank you, Billy. Um, you guys always making me smile. And that's what I appreciate appreciates about you. That's our buddy, Eric from Washington state, not DC. Uh, we did it friends. We did it. That's Jeff McHenry. He's reacting to when, uh, uh, the toilet talk, uh, one by I one. Love vote. That. When I saw that, that made my morning. <laughs> that's I'm like, that's awesome. so yeah. good. And, but then he also said, because, uh, the next very next one was, um, uh, 25 steak dinner, steak dinner against the, the original cold open. And a lot of people were like, how is $25 steak dinner not winning? And he tweeted out, thanks for the love for $25 steak dinner. I appreciate it, Jason. It was our buddy Jason who was, who was saying that. Uh, the very first cold open is one of the funniest scenes in TV history, though. No shame in losing to the best. Yeah. So that's from Jeff. Oh, what a guy. Yeah. Amazing. All right. I love that he's following along. Yeah, I know. It's great. Face. I love it. Yeah. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Joe, we're down to final uh, comments. So Matt, do you have anything to say? It's just, I'm so excited to be doing these again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so I, there much was, fun. I, I know we mentioned last week, but there's such a gap. I mean, these review episodes are always like everything's fun, but mm-hmm. these are really, we get into the nitty gritty. And and I got to call something out. And it's, this is the first time it's just been the four of us. Mm-hmm. I know Eliza had leave and we, we bless her. But <laughs> Eliza's this coming is, in and out. But this is the first, she, she might come back actually. Hold <laughs> yeah, on. <who> <laughs> but this is the first time it's just been the four of us in a while. And mm-hmm. it's weird. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I miss our, I miss our, our guys and mm-hmm. our people. And it's, uh, it's so much fun, but it's, it's, it's just love it. This mm-hmm. community is so great. And these, these, um, bracket stuff here that you've been running, um, I look forward to them every day. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and let's keep them going. Yeah. Everyone keep your votes coming. Bring us the content. We just keep pushing this stuff out and it's so much fun. We've so. been getting amazing number uh voting numbers. So uh keep it it's going. Crazy. Yeah, it's yeah, been really retweet good. them, share yeah, them, yeah. Uh, get people moving. It, these are fun because we need to get the real numbers. I and and we've still got a few hours left mm-hmm. for Angie's accent to have a comeback so um <laughs> we go lobbying already for go it. out there yeah. <laughs> do the right thing guys do the do right the thing, right thing. <laughs> um uh yes thank you uh, thank you eliza for joining us uh part-time and uh you you, sh- you, you did great <laughs> we loved having you back and uh y- your good luck keeps on keeps on uh delivering so uh dust dustin uh we were dustin rose we were supposed to have him on last Darren. week Darren. Darren, not Dustin, sorry. Darren Rose, we were supposed to have him on last week, but he had to, uh, he got called for a last minute replacement gig for somebody who, who had COVID, so understandable. And then, so we were going to do this week, but because he missed last week, there was a bunch of work that he had to get done this week. So now we're going to try to get him on next week, but he he really wants to come on. We're just trying to arrange the schedule. So hopefully we're going to have him on. I've also got some exciting uh, other uh, guests planned, lined up that I'll talk about soon. Um, 
so yeah so thank you to eliza for joining us she, you did a great job uh and yes i agree this has been fun uh doing these recap review episodes again so um hopefully you know season 11 of letter kenny isn't too far off victor yeah uh, well first of all eliza thanks for coming on uh you i guess share now something very much with matt because you guys are the only two that have had to drop out uh, mid episode. So, um, uh, it's an elite it's an elite <laughs> list Gosh. yeah exactly exactly um and and speaking of the community i was going to bring this up at the i forgot i was going to in my intro i was going to talk about this and i wonder if i should talk about it now or save it for next week's intro you're gonna forget um, so talk about it now yeah. And, and actually, we'll, it will, we will see, right? We'll see if Stephen actually listens to the episode all the way to the end. Mm. Um, so I decided every now and then I, um, I, I I like to listen to Stephen's podcast. They, they talk about stuff that I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. So whether it's kind of beef jerky or, you know, clerks <laughs> right. or things yeah. like that. And they had one episode that they did a well, I think a while back about mm. Hotel California, the album. And and, you know, usually I like I like those episodes because they're kind of a nice palate cleanser for me between other well, things that I listen it's to. It's Steven, after and, all. Yeah. And, and, but, <laughs> but that one was not a palate cleanser. It kind of really, it's it's just like it left a bad taste in my mouth. Uh-oh. They, 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 they uh, there was so much ignorance and nonsense going on in that episode. Maybe they should have you on to. to oh, uh, my God. Just, 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 there was so much. Because first of all, they have Marcus. I don't know if you, if you know, uh, this, uh, Marcus from Sweden. Mm-hmm. So he's 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 awesome. He's a very interesting guy, and he says it like it is. He's like a perfect hard, hardline Swede. Mm-hmm. And but 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 he had no idea who the Eagles were. He had no idea what the Hotel California was about. But he still gave his critique of it, and it was the most ridiculous critique in the world. <laughs> but then, the, but then Tucker also was he uh, he hated the album, oh. and he. And he didn't have anything good to say about it. Uh, and but it was for all the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. They basically just hated all the slow songs. Oh. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like you're going to you're going to shit on a song because it's slow. Like <laughs> it, 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 then you're, you're completely not appreciating the genius and the beauty <laughs> of the actual musicianship that it took to write and sing and play the all, all of the songs on that album. Um, but, you know, there was like easily four bangers on that album mm-hmm. and they they were struggling to find one i, I mean it was embarrassing it was it was it was fucking embarrassing uh, I, I mean shots, I mean, shots Steven, call, uh, fire you call them out maybe you can yeah, go on their podcast and berate and, them in person. and and they they were dissecting every song in the album and we were t- when they were talking about hotel california they completely for- didn't mention the fact that they totally stole that whole uh you know they were going on going on about uh how interesting the uh chord progression was mm-hmm. and how unique it was and mm-hmm. how it was oh it had the kind of the reggae beat it they completely didn't mention how they completely stole that chord progression from jethro tall and you know this is kind of a well-known fact and that to this day jethro tall is okay with it and and um <laughs> Uh, uh, and the Eagles have to this day have refused to admit that they have indeed stolen that from them. Wow. But anyway, so <laughs> it's just an interesting fun fact to talk about if you're going to talk about Hotel California. But anyway, okay. Welcome to the back half of our show where we yeah. do reviews of the guys' review. Yeah, episodes. it's very very meta here. Very meta. Yeah. Anyway, so okay. I love. By the way, by the way, Stephen, I love the podcast and mm-hmm. I listen to it regularly. Mm-hmm. And you guys, you guys do a great job most of the time okay 10 
<laughs> Save us here. <laughs> um, shout out to Eliza. Thank you so much for coming on and off and on again, because uh, that was fantastic to see you. It was really good to uh, to get uh, some of your insights as to uh, the show and the episode and all that. And Victor, oh my gosh, dude, your passion. <laughs> like, I just need a little ounce Well rested, of it. Victor, is always a fun Victor. You are so much fun. I, I just love your passion and just keep at it and you know you just write to the guys review and let them know how you feel and maybe you can get on there I write, dude. I write them off and just to tell uh, what's his name to fuck off all the time um, oh so. by the way they did uh, tell, tell you to fuck yeah off they do uh, episode, on every episode yeah, and that's usually like, when I turn yeah. it off so <laughs> so that now they, they've learned you to do leave it you they literally do it to fuck the end. off yeah I fuck off yeah you fuck off uh, Matt thank you for uh, giving us some little sneak peeks, peeks there of, of moose I, I just adore him completely and utter uh, just oh my gosh i want a little face of him <laughs> anyways um al tonight dude you pulled it out like what? you were what? so on po- you were so on point you supposed to tell them oh not you on were- my deck you didn't <laughs> you were so on point and i loved all the 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 little information that you had oh. you like really researched this and i uh, was got a good night ahead of him this, yeah, well, yeah. Oh. you did a great job uh, like we may have to cancel the after party I, I i appreciated the show that much more i'm still just talking i appreciated the show that much more because now i have a deeper sense of who people are mm-hmm. and uh i really i real, I, I appreciate that about you even though we're not doing letter kenny and we're doing short Okay. Beaver Lumber. <laughs> Shout out to Beaver Lumber too. All right. Matt, I think you need I'm to stick play some beaver on that lumber. Mercifully, right, so you, can, you can put it back in now. Mercifully, I'm going to play us off here with a song from this episode. It's Feel Blessed by Joe Dolo. This is the song he does in the cold open. It's really good. <laughs> Met the shawty at the Sherman, she was a little nervous Cause my reputation, I'm a bad influence She never met a real G, never seen the whole clip Back with always lit, throwing gang sign in this bitch Yeah, I'm from the east, I look my niggas from the west Everybody chilling, time to give you, gonna rest Everybody dripping, nobody wearing the vest Yeah, we out here to- And that's all we have for this episode Next week, we review and recap episode 3 of Shorzy Know Your Role with our buddy and first-timer Joey. Don't forget to give our sponsor, Diabolical Joey, Coffee. Joey, Joey, Joey. Joey, Joey, Joey. Joey, Joey, Don't forget to give our sponsor, <laughs> Diabolical Coffee, some love. They are at DiabolicalCoffee.com. Right now, you can use the promo code PRODUSTAN for 10% off any purchase of their site. If you'd like to support this podcast, tell your friends. Rate us on iTunes, Spotify, or become a patron. There's a Patreon link on our site, Twitter profile, ProtoStandPod. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at ProtoStandPod. Thanks for joining us. Now we're going to go to the after party. On behalf of Eliza, Matt, Victor, Tanya, and myself, thank you for listening. Have a great week. You can count on me. I'm going to count on you. I feel blessed on myself. Yeah, I can hold you. It's been a too long time since you had a good time. But if you say it's me, I'm going to show you.